At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome back to another episode of the Street Alpha Podcast. I am your host, Tooks. And today we have Stefan, also known as Mo, as I always f*** up on and say. Uh, Crazy. <laughs> we got Stefan from Mod to Fame or a Mod to Fame, however, however What's you're What's going on, on y'all? We yeah. back again this time. I'm in the co-host spot. Yeah, he's on my side. He's not fighting with me about, about the BMW shit. Like, Ooh, let's not do we're, that. We're joining let's forces today on the podcast. Uh, pleasure to have you here, man. Thank you so much for making this happen as well. Thank um, you for having me. So we are at Rippertune with Steve and Tony. Let's clap it up for Steve and Tony. All right. Thanks, man. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, okay, I, I am excited for this episode. Uh, as you guys know, I'm not an American uh, car guy. I'm not into Hellcats or anything like that. But hopefully uh, you guys can convince me to maybe, you know, in the future, appreciate the platform more. Cool. And there's a lot of people that are calling you guys out all over the country. Of course. Uh, yeah. You guys pop up all the time. You too. It's actually him. He started all this shit. <laughs> if you guys, it, the reality of it, he really did. <clears throat> just for that one episode that he did, yeah. those clips went viral. Yep. Yeah. And then it just became a thing where I brought more attention to uh, the Hellcat platform. Sure. So uh, I thank you for that, bro. No, nah, come on, it, man. man. You, you, know you put me do. on the map. I'm not going to front. You <laughs> yeah. did. Family. You did. We do what we got to do. So, um, Even if we're on opposite sides of the yeah, yeah. brand nah, track. Cool. It's cool. BMWs are race cars, though. Just so that. Dude, you really gonna say that? Nah, I, I, it's probably not the right place that. to say that. But. Um, so I want to know a little bit more about you guys. Um, I know we've been speaking, right? Yes. Yeah. So we've been speaking, it, yeah. um, and it's weird because when you speak to people on Instagram, you don't really have a face to them. So mm-hmm. um, when you when I saw you, I was like, oh, is that? Yeah. Not. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to know a little bit more about how you guys got into the platform. Um, if you guys even started with this, and you know the earlier days when you guys got into racing and so on. Right. Um, so how did you get your start into, into cars? So I started like a, a long time ago, actually. Um, funny, like my, my very first car was a Toyota Paseo. What? <laughs> yeah. Toyota Going Paseo. Yeah. I was, I was learning how to drive stick That's in my driveway at age car. 12. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, I mean, we bought this car when I was real young. I swapped an engine in my driveway with my father and kind of just from there fell in love with cars you know, modifying cars. I was always, that was always my thing. Right. And it wasn't what it was Toyota. Yeah. I was, this is way back. I was in ports for probably 15 years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you, can you tell us a little bit more about that? So, um, yeah, like I I went through basically all the cool import stuff back in the day. I had a turbo S 2000 back in the day. Boy. Yeah. (laughs) This this, this is way, this is way back. This is 2008, 2009. I was at 2014. Yeah. So I, I had, uh, Felix tuned it. This is like, I think I was probably the first person with an exhaust out the hood. Oh, like shit. Like this is way back. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. There's, there's a bunch of videos on YouTube of it. You check it out. You probably see them. Like ancient. It looks like film with a potato. Real what what color was it? White. What was it? You know, your setup? By uh, 6265 top mount. Oh, wow. um, I think I had a set of, back then, they were 1600 injectors, like a basic fuel pump setup. Yeah. Um, AEM V1. Like, oh, you standalone? Yeah, standalone back Damn, then. you was not yeah. playing. Okay. So we gonna get that far. We did that. Um, built an Evo with my brother. He had a pretty cool Evo. Um, 
Kelfer 280s, like 67 mil turbo. Yeah. This is back time, yeah. in the day, yeah. So, so we were doing all that stuff. Um, had an STI, and then from there, kind of started transitioning to the American car stuff. Around what year was that when you started? I would say probably 2000, 2010, maybe 2011. Well, okay, I so, had a, many cars like back and forth, so had a couple of the same time, but always playing with different stuff. Around that time, what were you like? What made you make the switch? Um, I think what made me made the switch was watching people with the ability to go really fast because like back then there was not much of a aftermarket for anything that was import i mean some stuff but yeah all the platforms were still new i would say right and then you know i had a mach 1 mustang and you could buy anything you wanted for a mustang of course back then yeah so like i started getting into that i kind of fell in love with the v8 you know just the amount of torque you can make and easy mods go fast stuff like that so started racing that and uh from there, just played with, like I said, many different cars over the years. But I was never doing this for a living until 2017-ish. Okay. Um, okay. So basically, I did insurance sales. Um, that was my full-time thing. And uh, I had a pretty fast Corvette at the time. And ended up trading that in. And fell in love with a Hellcat that I saw. And kind of the rest is history from there. So that's actually the car that's sitting behind us. Oh, that's dope. It's here. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. We have fire. It in the background too. Yeah. Uh, so the S2000 wasn't fast enough? It wasn't. wasn't it was fast. It, it was like, uh, it made like 600, 600 wheel. <laughs> that's but, uh, fast in S2K, back, bro. Yeah, back then it was yeah. fast. It would smoke anybody, honestly, back then. But Especially on a roll? Yeah, no, it was fast. Ow. I think the car would still be fast today, honestly, driving it. No, absolutely. Um, I was smoking people too. So I grew up in a, a very strict Italian household that, uh, wasn't really supportive of cars. So I started doing it hidden. And, um, you know, I grew up in an era where like, we all watched Fast and Furious in a movie theater and we like raced home as fast as we could and bought all the underglows we could find. Doing car stereo. I mean, I, I did projects down in the Bronx working on fiberglass systems and then slowly transitioned into performance. And uh, what really kept me going on it was my, the first project I ever really did was a 1989 Mitsubishi Mirage hatchback with a 4g63 and um at that point i i remember my father i had to sell it to him of yeah yeah i bought this car real cheap because it's gonna be good on gas and i'm gonna drive it to college to and from and uh he wasn't having that you know he wasn't stupid <laughs> but it was the first time in my life that my dad like took an interest in what i was doing with cars so it, it kept me going once he passed away to just keep doing it i had a b5 s4 that made 630 mm. wheel that was tuned by uh, Mike Body, you know. Really? Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Me and Mikey wow. go way back. Where I was probably the second wow. car Mikey ever tuned as a Subaru was That's a customer crazy, of mine, yeah. you know. So yeah. we just we went back for years. I mean, I I used to go away with him. We would drive up and down the East Coast. I would wrench on cars. He'd tune them. I mean, we got stories for days. The stuff you got to ask yeah, Mikey about his uh, when you see him ask him to... ask him about his Super Kia Power Shift. <laughs> and he'll tell you all about that. I got a video of it just in case he tries to deny. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I went. I had a B5S4 that made a lot of power. Um, I've had a handful of DSMs. I still have a, a 92 Gallant VR4 that I restored with a 2.1 D Stroker 6266. You don't see those at all. Yeah, mine's, at all. I just had it redone, fully restored. It's a nice car. And then um, I guess I had like the midlife crisis one day and was like, I want a V8, man. I went and bought a track bike. <laughs> you know, and, and I showed up here as a customer. Yeah. And uh, I waited for Mike to put on an incognito pulley for me. And I, I 
I think I won him over by telling him that the car was expensive garbage. Yeah. It was like a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> of panels pushing off and hanging off. And I was like, well, what did I do? You know? And, and then I just started like hanging out until they eventually gave me a job. That was, that was pretty much how it went. <laughs> That's dope, man. Yeah, uh, so cool. you guys definitely have an appreciation for imports and it's funny. I, I oh, feel yeah. like a lot of people start there. Normally for me, I, I don't even know how, I guess it's maybe family. Is that how you would even get into American cars? Cause I mean, I just, I literally, cause I was, I was looking for something fun, fast. At the time I was yeah. driving a yeah. E63 AMG and I was tired of paying for tires oh, and no, I just wanted something with some power. And then I, I actually went and test drove a red eye Hellcat and I was like, oh, this thing's gonna be awesome. But it was raining. And I was like, this thing is not awesome. No. <laughs> and the guy was like, Hey man, we got the Jeep here. And I didn't even know what it was at the time. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, it has the same engine. I was like, all right, sold, you know, and I, I fell in love with it. I, the yeah. day I picked it up, I, I drove from Albany, New York to down to Westchester where I live, picked up four of my friends, drove down Atlantic City, partied. I was like, this thing's great, man. 700 horsepower, fit everybody right. in it. It was great, you know. It's it the best car I ever bought at that point. I was excited. Around what year was this that you guys uh, connected? Uh, I would say this is like 2020. Oh, so it's not too far. It's no. Like, yeah, 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 we're, we're, like we're pretty young as a company overall. I would say... I started doing this stuff actually part time with Mike in my garage. Uh, like I'm sorry, right after guys. I got the car. We've we said Mike twice. Who's Mike? Mike is uh, He's sitting behind you. Tech. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh, I'm like body. Like what? No. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, but yeah. So we we started this. I would say 2017. Okay. And it's pretty funny. So we actually got our start fixing cars that were done bad by other shops. Really? Yeah. So I had like a couple people just hit me up on Instagram. Like we were going pretty fast with this purple car. People were really interested in what we were doing. Um, they would just hit me up on Instagram and say, Hey, you know, can you help me out? I think I'm getting steered in the wrong direction. You know, I need help with this or that. My car's not functioning right. Whatever. Yeah. And then the cars would end up in my house. <laughs> it got to the point where we had like 13 or 14 Hellcats at my house and I had transport dropping cars off. I was wow. like, we can't do this anymore. So, uh, we ended up getting a, a smaller facility than this. Um, we were only there for a year. We grew out of it immediately. And uh, we were basically just putting packages together for people, installing stuff, fixing stuff. And in the meantime, building some pretty fast stuff. And uh, from there, it kind of exploded. So You said that uh, the Hellcat was, was going fast. Yep. Uh, when, at what point in time is this? And what is fast? So this is 2017. Um, if anybody's so familiar car, with the Hellcat, the car stuff. came out in what year? Car came out in fifteen, and there was not really much of an aftermarket until sixteen. Once you got into like twenty sixteen, Diablo Sport was tuning stuff. The computer was unlocked. This is like before HP tuners, all that kind of stuff. Um, so the car was t tuned on Diablo. We were like one of the first people to put a eighty five in it, and with really minimal stuff, no trans tuning, nothing at all. Uh, we actually ended up going nine three in the car full interior just a set wow. of wheels on it that's, wow and this is a long time ago like in hellcat yeah. land um and then from there we ended up going back again put a 15 inch conversion on the car and we went 9-1 with it at 151 which is still quick by today's standards yeah you know especially so. for that amount of mods yeah and this this is like that car has a total of 1800 miles on it total like it was never been driven much wow yeah so it's had every setup in the book on it. Like we've, we've done every single setup. You probably saw it back in the day, single yeah. turbo in the, in the grill, like yeah. way back. I thought that was a pro charger. <laughs> yeah. No, huge single turbo. 
So we did that. We developed the centrifugal supercharger kit for it before anybody, you know, and then from there, we've been just kind of messing with every kind of setup out there to try to find the optimal stuff. So, so you, you mentioned that uh, a lot of other shops were like f***ing up and then yeah. cars were coming to you. Do you find that that happens a lot in today's society still? Um, not as much because social media has really taken hold. So I would say the people who are doing a really shitty job are not around anymore. Yeah, they've kind of faded out. Yeah, like you can go online now and just get, you'll see like reviews of people or you go on Facebook and that, there's like every single day there's four or five new people with a Hellcat looking yeah. for recommendations or whatever. You know, our name comes up, HHP comes up in this area. There's yeah. a bunch of people in this area that do come up and, you know, everybody does a great job, I would say. But the people that don't do a great job aren't around anymore. These, the people that I'm talking about, the cars that we were fixing are, are, are long gone. Do you know of any other shops? Like, is it, what, what would I, like, if, let's say if I had a Hellcat, where do you think I should go if you're not in East Coast or where we're at? Uh, we work with many dealers, like they'll sell our packages, install our stuff, but I have a group of friends all over the country. There's a lot of good shops out there. Can you talk about your packages? Like what you guys offer? Yeah. So we have like a, a bunch of different things. So we have our incognito lower pulley. That was like the big hit. That's kind of what put us on the map. Yeah, we, but it didn't start off so good did it not with uh in terms of people's perception oh yeah so like people i would say along the way said that it was not good for the car didn't work it, it didn't work junk. yeah and i would say the harmonics yeah all sorts of different they'd come up with anything they, they wanted to say because it kind of went against the grain we came up with a product that was able to be put on the car and you didn't have to do any kind of tuning at all you didn't have to take anything apart okay like so it's for example on these cars if you pin the crank, which you had to do if you did an upper pulley, a solid upper pulley, uh, if you unlock the computer, mm -hmm. if you did anything as far as like grinding the front cover, like for doing like a larger ATI uh, balancer or anything like that, those would all be grounds for a warranty void on the car. And what we came out with was basically a sleeve that goes over the lower damper and it's a larger overdrive. And by doing that, we were able to get like two to two and a half pounds of boost out of the car. And it was completely untraceable. There was no way that anybody could find it anything It's reversible. Out. You could take it off. Yeah. You never know what was on there. Yeah. So we put that on there and we did extensive testing on a customer of Car's car. Um, good friend of ours. And he was running like crazy times right out the box with this part and some other stuff we did. But even with just this part and the Hellcat, he was going 10 to. This is back in 2019. Damn. Um which is still like, you know, faster than a red eye and a Hellcat basically. We're just putting this part on and we were able to basically give you red eye performance for, you know, at that point it was only like 700 bucks. Yeah. You know, no tuning, no nothing. And there was a lot of people out there, especially shop owners that were like, this guy's going to kill us with this thing because basically, you know, they were going to have to bring a car into them and do the upper pulley swap and tune it and all this kind of stuff. And, um, we found out that most people would like, I would say the ability to keep their warranty at that point. Sure. And uh, we sold literally thousands of them. And that's kind of what built this whole little empire we have going. So it was a start to, yeah. to where you guys are now. Yep. Um, so me and Stefan had a conversation about a uh, trans brake with yeah. these cars. Can you kind of explain what that is for people who um, don't really know and aren't familiar with that? So you can't technically do any kind of trans brake unless you're adding components to a Hellcat transmission. There's a, there is one out there. Um, but the only trans brake that's available is in the Demon, the 1320, and obviously the Demon 17. It's all electronic built into the car. Okay. Um, but they only technically work on like supercharged applications right now. There's nothing right really now. trans brake related. Yeah. 
that's okay. going to be working, let's say, with the turbocharger, because all these cars, the launch control only goes to 2,500. You're not going to be building boost in these cars if they're turboed at 2,500 RPMs. You know, so we go about it a different way. We work with uh, Chris at Pure, and we spec the many different converters, kind of like the same stuff that BMW guys do. Right. Um, right. And we go off the foot brake with a two-step box, and we're able to build you know, big boost in these track hogs and Durangos, TRXs, stuff like that in the quarter mile. So, but as far as the trans brake, there's not really an option, I would say yet, but there is, I would say, look in the next couple quarters next year, you're probably going to see something for everything. So, so, um, my mom has become my biggest fan for the podcast and when she's <laughs> watching, she tunes out for certain parts. Mm -hmm. So for this specifically, can you explain what the trans brake is so she understands a little bit better? Oh, okay. So basically what a trans brake <laughs> will do, it's going to lock two gears. So okay. basically like a first and reverse and you can basically just floor it, the car like full throttle or whatever locks okay. those together. As soon as you let go of whatever you're triggering it with, it's going to basically allow the car to, to move forward under much more torque, much more boost, things of that nature. So if your mom's listening, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, she watches it while she's working. She's a teacher. Um, so you guys have some records, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. were, we're, you gotta get Khaled in here because it was one and then another one yep. okay. and another one. You know what I mean? Like, let's talk about another the first one. record. Let's not get let's let's not get too close to the most recent event. But mm -hmm. what was the first record you guys broke and what platform was it on? So the the very first. Can we start with one thing though? Yeah, God. We didn't. We weren't racing at first. Yeah, that's true. We were building packages for the enthusiast that just wanted his car to be a little quicker. Maybe a Corvette pulls up next to him. He wants to give him some gas, right? Okay. Yeah. And everybody was online. Rip is slow. Rip it on make fast cars. Yeah, because there's fast lists online. And I like remember people, my you didn't post. didn't see our name on them or whatever, you know, like on, on Facebook. And they have these big lists of people, like how fast you went. And then they always have the shop name. Yeah. And we were never there because we were always. We didn't between, care to be. Yeah, we were either dealing with you know, high-end customers who were dropping cars off and they would just want something that they was going to be able to add two or 300 horsepower. They drive it around completely reliable, you know, and between doing that and building a business, we weren't really involved at that point in trying to go fast because there's a lot that goes along with right. like building and maintaining the fastest cars in the world. So, um, but yeah, so the, the record um, that the big one was the Trackhawk. I would say the Trackhawk platform is probably... One of the, the more popular ones, I would say, these days. Yeah. Just because it's street-friendly. Like, you don't really see a lot of Hellcat street racing because they don't really work well, I would say. Is that, is that why? Yeah, I mean, it, they make a ton of horsepower on the street. <laughs> you You're know? right. That's a valid point. It, I, it I really don't yeah, see the... You um, know, on prep, these are completely different animals, though. Like, when you see people calling out Hellcats, they're always from a roll. They're not going to be trying to call Hellcat or out they want to do it in 30 degree rather yeah there's, there's a, always some kind of stipulation surface yeah. you know on a street somewhere that's where they want to call out well, it's also yeah. you know what it is too is the platform is also relatively new and it's expensive to modify right so okay like you know i i hear people i heard somebody on going live with you the other day going i don't want to hear nothing about no track hawk them things are all garbage i mean a hellcat they're all garbage you, dude, you're racing a Hellcat that's got a pulling injectors, and you're talking about a motor-swapped car that you're running. You yeah, know, totally. nobody's really running a standalone. Nobody's doing these crazy builds. That I mean, yeah. you see some of these Civics out there. These, I mean, the yeah. money that's in those, it's not, it's, it wasn't happening on these cars, and, no. and it hasn't yet. You know, it's still a, a new platform, I, right? I would, yeah, I would say there's only like five or six Hellcats that are like competitive in the sevens. 
like competitive. And there's some that are faster than the sixes. There's two cars that are in sixes. Um, but then if you look into the eights, yeah, full just, littered, dude. Littered. You, you will it's talk everywhere. about hundreds and hundreds of cars are in the eights. Yeah, but just doesn't like, that? But so if the, if a lot of them cars are in the eights, how come? Like, isn't that good for like street racing though? Wouldn't it be good for street racing? Not. That's like a good range to it, be in. It's though. tough, like I said, because these cars don't hook. They don't really hook well on the street, and no one. I would say not not no one, but most people are not putting coilovers on them like all these other, you know, makes are doing and stuff like that. They're yeah. still running the stock suspension. Because if you go to the track with a Hellcat and you have a pretty nice setup making, let's say, twelve or 1,300 wheel, the car's going to go 8.2, 8.3, you know, because they, they hook well at the track. They just with don't work and well on the street. You know, another yeah. thing, like too, Really is crazy 60-foot, like, just Really massacre. crazy. Yeah. Like, like what? Like, one, like one, two. One, 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 two. Like, one, not, two? Yeah, they're pretty, one, yeah. one. Yeah. There's some... Well, you know what it is, too, is that when you're saying you don't see them street racing, that's because yeah. you're in a tri-state area. Yeah. Oh really? So like you go down south? Yeah, there, no, there's definitely you go down south. Race or I mean, stuff, but I spent a year and a half in Louisiana, and that's all you saw was a Mopar. Yeah. So I you mean, actually were, brought up a good point, Tony. You said it's it's still a relatively new car. Um, the car came out in 2015. Um, the computers were unlocked in 16. Would you say? Yeah, 16. Finally, okay. to start tuning them. So uh, when you say relatively new, compared to what? Yeah. Just um, right, let's like talk about I guess compared to like a GTR. Yeah. Compared to even like okay, you know like well even the BMW stuff right. Even though the cars yeah. are new, it's it's a matter of the support that's involved right. Like for instance, Audis right. These guys are they have stock PCMs and they're they have a trans brake or a two step hooked up to their paddles. Yeah. No one's even no, even the no Ford one's even has unlocked a, that know, capability on a Hellcat. Stuff. You know, I mean, you could even look at, like, Camaros, for instance, with HP tuners, like, the things you could do with a Camaro as opposed to a Hellcat. I mean, it, you know, for how many years were people messed with that, the neural network and all that stuff? It's just, like, it, it, it just hasn't evolved. Yeah, it's it's not, not there yet. It's starting to get there now. Yeah, you're, you see a lot more swaps. We built a really cool C10, like, older pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Thing is completely violent. It's so much fun with the Hellcat power plant. But you're starting to see a lot of swaps, and it almost is kind of going from – everything's getting LS swapped to everything's getting Hellcat now because people are starting to see the potential of it. Mopar came out with a crate harness kit. So you could basically put one of these things in your car. And as long as you put a transmission, that's like a, let's say a turbo 400 or stick shift or anything that doesn't need a controller per se, like yeah. a stock Hellcat transmission, you could have the thing running with, you know, three wires, basically plug in all the plugs comes with the PCM, you know, and it, you're starting to see a lot more of those swaps and then now you're starting to see a little bit more of the, the back end of electronic stuff. Other companies trying to get on board. And like I said, I think over the next year or two, um, as the platform ages a little bit, you're going to see a lot more like really, really good uh, like engine management and things of that nature is what we need, I would say. So that's the biggest thing right now because we make the power, you know, and the transits are holding up. Uh, the power plants are holding up, mm-hmm. especially in, you know, anything all-wheel drive. Right. They're they're almost unstoppable on the street as long as you know. Basically, well, we run at the track. We run on the street, if not better. Let's put it that way. Okay. So, good. No, I was just saying that yeah. that was a crazy statement. Yeah, we and yeah, in, in a Durango or a Trackhawk. I mean, we have draggy stuff on the street that's faster than the world's fastest Trackhawk. On paper, let's say. When you're mentioning on paper, right? Yeah. I notice a lot of people when it comes to street racing, they go based off of like draggy. Yeah. 
how do you compare that to like the cars that are going to the track? So my personal opinion, I believe every record should have a time slip. Yeah. I don't think it should okay. be anything draggy related. There's you shouldn't just, be on any list with a draggy. There's just more involved when you go to a racetrack. Yeah. You know, you've been there, right? I mean, you yeah. know, it's my first time at a racetrack was petrifying. Would you run? Oh my God, like a 12 7. What car? In, in an 89 Mirage hatch, 4G63 peg legging it down the track. You know, did a burnout, went through the burnout box, almost smacked the wall. The guy's screaming at me to back oh, up. Shit. Yeah, it was, it was like, I was a kid. I didn't know what I was doing. It's, yeah. it's like terrifying. Yeah. I think I had a motorcycle helmet on. You know, I didn't know. Roll up windows and trying to roll them up. <laughs> it, that's a whole nother world than, than going to the perfect road. And hit and start. Yeah, like three, and then, at like three o'clock in the okay, morning when now it's three thousand negative. Like, yeah, come you know? on, dude. Like, it just listen. It's got its own respect. It's an awesome tool. Uh, yeah. It's like a dyno. You know, yeah. we're, we're not gonna. What's next? We're gonna start telling people the fastest cars, the one that made the most power on a dyno. So yeah. go to, to track. That, to that point, um, I make made a statement that I have the fastest stick shift Hellcat in the world, yet. I've never done a quarter mile with the car. Mm-hmm. It's all based off of my 60 to 130 and 100 to 150 on draggy. How do you feel about a statement like that? Personally, that. Yeah, my, my personal opinion on it is it should, it should have a drag strip. Yeah, slip. you need a slip. Yeah. You got you to gotta, you gotta modify your statement and say, I have the fastest draggy stick shift. Or a fastest, six, yeah. I had the fastest stick shift Hellcat because on a draggy. before before a draggy, like it, it, you had to go to the drag strip. Yeah, I mean just, nothing's changed with that. But you know what the, it's the, like. We were just there. You so know, the closest to that is, I guess, me going to Pocono and setting a number, and yeah. nobody's beating. Well, that's yeah. And then once again, but, that's roll race, right? Because when you're making a statement of the fastest, what the fastest, what right? Because roll race cars, quarter mile cars, everything's yeah. set up differently. But so in the respect, statement that I made was street car fastest. I mean, no, stick shift, I said, no no matter what it is, yeah. right? But like I said, I've never been to a drag strip with the car and actually ran a number of right. any sort, right? I never even figured out how to launch the car right. um, because, as you mentioned, building boosts and all that. Uh, you know, I was very early on the turbo stuff, so yeah. everybody watched me make those baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would say, like, <laughs> fastest draggy. <laughs> Thank you. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's um I don't know like I said though the, the draggy the draggy stuff <laughs> the, I would say the draggy stuff though like around here we're losing so many drag strips yeah. so you, you're definitely gonna see more of it because there's nowhere to go like yeah we lost English Town years ago we lost Echo this year um, Island is like negligible at best you know and like it's not really the best track around, obviously. You got to go all the way to Maryland to get a good track. You know, it's a, big, it's a hike. Right. You know, and, and not a lot of people want to do it. So um, so I think you're going to see more of it. I think it's going to become like more of a standard over the next few years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as of right now, like if people are trying to go on to like one of the fast lists of people, I think it should have a, a time slip. So what does that list look like right now for, for your platform? Okay. Um, so Durango, fastest in the world. We have the top two fastest. This one. This exact one, yeah. Yep. What, what, on, number, on what number did it run? So this truck ran 849 at basically 165 in the quarter. This shit looks fast. Ooh. I ain't going to fall off. No, it doesn't. It looks like a damn school bus. <laughs> t- well, you used to this, bro. The, bo- the B-locks makes <laughs> That's what I'm wet. saying. Yeah. But if it didn't but have yeah, those Yeah, we ran it with these, these ET 
He's uh, a light. street SS fronts though, like nothing crazy, but twenty inch bead locks, no it's the back yeah. tires, conversion or anything. If I see that pull up next to me, I'm not, I'm not doing right. my trying. I mean, yeah. yes, That's the back I mean. tires, but if it had like the front was in the back. Yeah, but you wouldn't think. Hold on, he said he's not. Yeah. Right. He said right. he's not trying now because he knows it's a forty. But before he'd be like, "Oh, it's just a, it's a slow Mopar. I'm making my Beamer." <laughs> <laughs> the next I'll thing you cruising, know, he's throwing man. a rope out the window, dragging you. Don't worry, I'll be out there soon. Don't be. I'll be out there soon, bro. <laughs> Speaking of slow Mopar, we get it pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I would say, right? Yeah, yeah, we get so, it. So you know, we get Hellcats are slow. They're trash. As people who actually build these cars, you know, what is your opinion when you compare? Um, a Hemi to an LS mm. or a Coyote. I think it's superior in every way. Really? Wow. Yeah. Stock for, stock for stock, at least. Okay. Tell us Explain. more. So, a couple examples. Uh, the TRX, that is the world's fastest TRX, or we actually just beat it with another one, but the one that held the title for a long time is a stock Hellcat motor. Um, I mean, when I say stock, it's completely factory sealed. Never like, opened. How much do those on, cars weigh by, by sorry? That truck weighs like 6,200 pounds. Damn. It runs 9.3 at 145 nah, in a pickup truck. That's crazy. Unopened motor. Yeah, uno, that, this is what I'm getting at. Is that's an unopened motor. We had that thing on the dyno. Um, truck makes hair over 1,400 wheel <sighs> on the completely stock engine. He's got 32,000 miles on it. 25,000 of them are twin turbo E85. So he and he beats the living hell out of this thing. Yeah, bad. You know, there's like a guy with a Trackhawk uh, in Florida, stock engine. Uh-huh. He just went eight seven with it at like 100. I think right around 160. Um, that truck runs nitrous, and it's got to be making you know 14 1500 wheel on spray, completely stock engine. So that's where I'm getting this. You know, even my my purple car, we ran that thing for years, stock completely stock engine. Um, I would say stock for stock, there's not going to be really much out there that's going to be able to, to make the same amount of power as one of these power handling, at least stock blowers topped out, obviously like, you know, right around a thousand to 1100. But if you change it to being turbo, take the blower off, put an intake manifold, you can go very far with a stock engine with proper tuning and fueling. So yeah, and that yeah. actually uh, brings up another point. Um, you said that taking a blower off, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we look, this platform historically has always been about supercharger, and if you want to go even faster, you add nitrous. Um, right, yeah. Where did this whole turbo thing come in? Where did it come from? Well, I think it came from our import days, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we knew thing. about turbos. A lot of the guys with this platform are American car guys. You know, there a lot of them came from, like, CTSVs and, you know, LS9 Corvettes and stuff like that who started building these cars. They weren't really familiar with the turbo stuff. We knew yeah. all about it. So we knew automatically taking the blower off, we're going to gain power because it takes a lot of horsepower to run it. Like a stock mm-hmm. Hellcat blower is using about 150 horsepower if it's pulled just to run it. So you're going to obviously remove that loss right off the rip. And then turbos are more efficient. So boost for boost, I would say a Hellcat making 20 pounds on pulleys E85 or whatever. Uh, it's probably going to make like 950 wheel. Um, I would say uh, one of our setups that's turbo on a stock motor is going to make right around 1,250, 1,300 wheel at 20 pounds. My car made 1,214 at 20 pounds. Yeah. You know, you got you to look at when you're talking about the, that com- the question you asked about the Mustangs and LSs. Coyote, yeah. So here's the thing. 
If you want a liquid to air manifold for a Hellcat, where do you go? We make one. I was going to say, I don't know. About if it. you <laughs> want one for a Mustang or a Chevy, there's 30, different, you want. There's 30 different places. Yeah. So, you know, it just comes down to like you, the availability of it, right? That's mm-hmm. why people haven't done it. You know, yeah. why I try and set ourselves apart from a lot of places is we actually make things. Yeah. You know, we're not we're not taking a catalog and ordering parts and putting it on a car. And now the only thing that separates us from the next guy is the guy behind a laptop. That's not it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot involved in this, you know, and yeah. that's, and there's a lot of people going twin turbo now and people are the, starting to yeah. do it too. And I think that's, what's going to bring this platform up is the yep. competition of everybody doing it because for a long time it was just put this part. It, it was like the old Subaru. I got an access port stage two. Yep, everybody was, you know, it's every, the same thing. Every car was the same. Everybody's arguing about what the best pulley is and they're all the same size. Yeah. So, so you're like, <laughs> It's literally like, what are you arguing about? It's like, whoever makes it, you yep. like, whatever it is. But there was no real difference at that point. Like Tony said, it's the guy behind the laptop, the conditions you were racing in, you know, how light your car was. Yeah, who went that to was, the downhill track. Yeah, who, 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 who hooked, you know what I mean? Like, you know that shout one. out to Cecil. You know, what I, you know what I'm talking about. It was that Kentucky. Oh, oh yeah. yeah you yeah. see it in the video. You can see I mean, it it's in like the downhill. Yeah. It was like, what are you guys doing there? Yeah. The Jersey barriers are on like a 45. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I would say like, those people that were just bolting parts on the cars. Yeah. Those are the people that are kind of still playing in that realm. And then there was some of people like us, there's other shops as well that are starting to make some stuff. That's really cool. Um, going turbo. There's a lot of people who just bashed us right off the rip. Like these cars are supposed to be supercharged. That's yeah. not a track hawk anymore. Cause it's mm-hmm. not supercharged. I'm like, read the, I think a lot of them is cause they didn't can't change. do it. <laughs> you know They're what I mean? Bitter. So, but it's what it comes down to is they didn't know how to do it. They didn't have the means to do it. They didn't have a fabricator to do it. Yeah, we kind of set ourselves up early on. We went out on a limb and said, let's go down this road. We know it's going to work. It's going to take some time to do it. And um, it's obviously paid off. So, Was there anybody at that time who you guys got inspiration from, maybe, to do this setup? Because like, normally when there's nothing, like for me, when I was doing the turbo setup on my S2K, only thing I had was the forums. Right. And very few people who were doing stuff at that time. Um, so like, was it like that for you guys when you guys started? Uh, I mean, there, there was no real um, stuff for like <laughs> Hellcat related stuff like that. But okay. I would say there's other platforms that we looked at. Other platforms. Okay. Yeah. Like I would say like the F-150 stuff. Those guys were a few years ahead of us. Okay. So, going okay. twin turbo. Well, you watch right. that platform, all wheel drive truck, you know what I mean? Flying. And then we replicated it in a way that's obviously different because it's a completely different power plant, but twin turbo, you know, right. No supercharger intake manifold. Um, and then it's obviously, like I said, it's paid off greatly to everybody out there who's fast with a supercharger on a track walk. Every single one of them is going twin turbo. Yeah. So there's, I would say there's eight or nine guys now that are in the, in the eights. Every single one of them is going twin turbo. That was supercharged. And these are the same people who said it would never work. They all said it didn't work. But I just, like I said, just fueled by hate. Yeah. I'm fueled by the haters. You so, tell I mean, me I can't, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's gonna happen. So, um, you guys know Boosted Lucky, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good friend of mine now. We mm-hmm. speak every now and then. Um, do you guys know what he's running on his side? Any chance? Whipple. Right. So, Whipple Nitrous. Um, where do you think that, like, what are the capabilities of that? Like, what can you do with that? Um, I guess you're just gonna be limited by the pulley combo and the blower's reliability. Those okay. two things together are going to be the biggest. Yeah, they're they're relatively new. That yeah. Gen Six Whipple and the Gen Five was the Gen Five had a lot a of problems. Crap. Yeah, 
We were actually going to use one as a footrest during a podcast. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all it's used yeah. for nowadays. I mean, but when you say crap, what do you mean? Have you I've, run into issues sold, with we them? We sold about fifty of them. I'd say what twenty. I think more than that. Twenty-five. Yeah. At least half came back within. What was wrong the with the first them? week? Uh, rotor just touching. issues. Rotor packs being shot. Just yeah. poor QC on their part, is my opinion on it. They're just a lot of these blowers were getting made during. So they were getting sourcing parts from wherever they could get them right. to put them together. And we literally had cars from this shop that had left, and they got shipped back to our customers. So we have people that get stuff delivered from all over the country. So put the blower on it, tune it. A couple of days later, it's locked up. So we're shipping yeah. the car back on our dime. You know, we're taking a blower off the shelf, fixing it, putting it back, you know, all the labor on our dime, stuff like that. And then knowing that going back out it's completely feasible that it's going to happen again yeah. with those so I, all the blower stuff now we've actually gone back and we strictly run the stock supercharger at this point doing like porting of the throttle body and, and i mean not, not ported throttle body but like a, a larger throttle body ported snout we work with kong they do a nice job um and then we keep it at that and then we do engine mods on the opposite side so we do a camshaft so we can run a little more pulley on pump gas because mm -hmm. it lowers the boost makes the engine more efficient overall. You will do like a stroker motor to get more power out of it. So if a guy wants to go fast blower related, I would say just stock blower nitrous, you know. But like um, there's guys who have gone sevens with the stock supercharger with nitrous. That's so, pretty, that's, yeah, yeah it's impressive. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where. No, I ain't never seen no stock turbo BMW do that. Do what? Well, here we go with the BMW stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, you really want to do that here, bro? Like you said? <laughs> I ain't seen no stock turbo. See, super either go sevens. Stock turbo? I ain't never seen it. All right, so what's considered stock? Literally, like the one that comes on the, the car. The one that comes on the car. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying the BMWs are stock. I'm just saying, like, what, what do you guys consider stock? The part that comes on the car. Yeah. I mean. Unopened, yeah. everything? Like, you can literally. You can port the snout. But you, you can, I think you can do it without even porting the snout, honestly. Well, with, yeah. with nitrous, yeah. yeah. I don't even think you would need it. Obviously, Granted, you're putting that a pulley is two on power it. adders. Two power adders, yeah. Yeah, well, one came with it. Right. Yeah. But still, Same technically. Thing. Yeah, but a lot of these adders. super guys are using spray added hold, too. Oh, 100%. Most you know? of them are two power adders. Yeah. So. If they're getting down to those numbers, they need nitrous. Yeah. They yeah. can't get out the hold fast enough. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you guys got extra cylinders, though, right? Yeah, we, we also we also go. got an extra we two thousand pounds. <laughs> y'all come for BMWs, but y'all don't come for Honda guys. I mean, yo, I'm not even going for. I haven't. Who, I haven't who really even wants to get into right, the You don't want thing, to. But I, I'll get into the one thing about the Honda thing. They're very. I respect them. Yeah. But to. what have the new things done? What do you mean? Come on, these guys are still running K's, man. Oh yeah, and they're running. What do the cars come with? They stopped putting K's in things when it was an RSX. Yeah, those new motors are garbage. There's nothing really going on with those. Am I right or wrong? I haven't seen anything. A new nah. SI, new Type R, they're not doing anything, right? It's the K was the that's the holy grail. Right. The B, listen, the B was a beast too. Don't get me wrong. It still is, but the K yeah. is the holy grail, right? So that's just the four G six three, right? Can I throw that out there? Let's be real. That was the the four G six three was the only car that ever made a V eight sweat. Yeah, that was the only motor that ever scared a V eight. Brent Rao, Brent Rao running sixes and sevens, Busher, those guys, yeah. that's what put that import scene on the map yeah. right there. And, and 
you know, the, I'm not taking anything away from the Hondas. I respect those things. Like it is beyond impressive mm-hmm. what those boys are putting down now that they're all wheel drive. I, I'm, I want, <laughs> one. I want, oh, yeah. one. like I want a daily EK all wheel drive. Like it would just be awesome, you know? You know? Why are you so quiet, but, bro? But if you look at that, the 46.3, you know, it, there's always that one. There's always that one platform that is signature. You yeah. know? So it's not like, oh, Hondas, because they really ain't doing anything. The new one. It's the old stuff that's doing something. Right. You know, it's the right. K and but, much but respect. But that also goes back to like the longevity and how long the platform's been around. Yeah, and how long did that's it take for the Ks yeah. to do it, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it took so, a while, but that respect. I think, to with, those I think things, with a few more years, moving. I think you're going to see this platform really excel once. So, Turbo stuff comes into play. Like we're that's doing. what it is. The yeah. turbo stuff. Yeah, because a lot of these cars are more like um, it was mentioned before. Like they're like hood trophies. Like so hood I trophies. actually resent that statement. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> it's not the truth. Why not? Uh, hood trophies. To your point of what you're they saying, they become. That's a like very that. very small subset of owners who own these cars. You might see a RT with a with a cat delete a scat. I mean, with a muffler delete a scat with a muffler delete. There are not that many Hellcats out there. No. And they are definitely not mostly in the hood. And they definitely mostly don't have 25% interest rates. So let me explain something to you. American car owners typically have the bank accounts that most people wish that they they could have. High-end American cars. They Uh could buy whatever car they want. They choose to drive that. Corvette owners are that way. Camaro, high-end Camaro owners are that way. Hellcat owners are that way. I sold a product to all different types of cars. I used to sell wheels, three-piece custom wheels, to all kind of cars. Mm -hmm. The people who dropped the most money wasn't a Lambo guy. It wasn't an Audi guy. It wasn't a BMW guy. They were there, too. They bought product, too. Okay. But American car guys, they have a different type of disposable income. Yeah. And they re- prefer to be more understated. It's usually it. like the blow collar. So blue I collar resent that hood, that hood thing that you talk about because it then associates to me. And I know what I ain't. So, and I know what I got and I don't. So I'll <laughs> tell you just real quick. Let me touch on that. Is, yeah, is so like, so, I'll, I'll let him finish. So being down south, right, there's a million Mopars. And, and what was broken down to me about it is let's be real, dude. What if you look at what you're getting for a car when you go buy it, like a scat or an SRT8 or even just a Charger RT? A lot of car for the money. Yeah, dude. I mean, they're comfortable. It's big. You know, if you got a family, you kind of have a sports car, but you could still get your kids around. Yeah. They're awesome, you know, and it's rear wheel drive. It was way. It's way more cheaper and practical than a Camaro because that ain't four doors, mm-hmm. right? Like, what kind of a four door sedan? Sports sedan can you buy for that $30,000 range, we'll say used or whatever, you know? So that was a big market to it. The other thing too is, is once again, the demographics up here. When you go down south, you will find people that have, like, you know, I knew people, they had had that fuck you money. You know, I got money, so fuck you. And, And these people, they're not even buying Lambos. No. They got four or five ZR1s. Exactly. They got a Demon. They got a... Uh, an F550, you know, towing a yacht. Mm-hmm. They got the race trailer that you're like, damn, this is nice in my fucking apartment. Yeah. You know, so it's just, it, that just comes down to a demographic. They don't like that stuff. It's just, it's not them, you know? So like, but in this area, like are American cars that hot? Not really. 
I, I felt like American cars weren't really that sought. I mean, when I was a kid, you wanted a Jap stuff. You wanted a Beamer. Like, right. you want that New York City club life. You know, you look fresh in an M3. Like, think about G35s, right? They were huge. Oh, you had to have yeah. that Infinity. When right? that first came it's out, just, yeah. That's because the scene that we're in, that's where we live. That's why it was hot. Yeah. But you go to the rest of the country, dude, even just driving down the road, you don't even see Hondas. People are commuting with commuter Chevys. People that still have that America, blue blood, union, you know, like, I'm buying an American-made car because I live in America, right? Yeah. And so that's and then, and then a they, huge part of it, man. And and these takeover guys are just, they're ruining disgusting. it. And they're giving everybody a bad name. People are getting hurt, but, bro, they're doing the same shit with G35s. You yeah. know that. Yeah. And honestly, up here, up here, you don't see scats and shit doing it. No, you see any rear-wheel drive BMW or any rear-wheel drive Infiniti or any 350Z that's clapped out with, you know, there was a $4,000 car because yeah. it's rear-wheel drive. It's rear-wheel drive. They're going to drift it. That's just how it works. And it's what people had up here. Hey, going back know? to what you were saying, I would say Dodge definitely changed the game too with, you know, the big, comfortable, fun car. Yeah, when, once they started putting even the 6.4 in a Jeep and then they put Hellcats and all this stuff, they were smart. They, it, as soon as they put it... In these cars, man, it took off. In the and name, the TRX. I the would name's say, cool, bro. Yeah, I would say, like you know, but seventy-five percent yeah. of our TRX clients own their own business, contractors own some sort of business in one way or another, and they use the truck every day. And these are the same guys, you know, trading it in two years, but they're putting a turbo kit on it now. You know, and that's a great customer to have. You know, mm -hmm. the people enjoy their stuff, and they're coming back for more later. So. I feel like you guys are all talking about from a customer, like a business standpoint, and that's not what I meant. So what, what do you got? I'm coming at hood you. trophy, like, and I'm from my area. I'm technically from the hood from my area. I'm not from Brooklyn or anything like that. But I'm from Brooklyn in the hood. Right, but there's other hoods that aren't in Brooklyn. Okay. So good. So there are certain cars that people, you know, aspire it's a hood to. Trophy, aspire okay. to have. And this is one of them. A Hellcat is like if okay. you have a Hellcat, um, even at let's say at, let's say Atlanta, same that's thing. A fair I'm gonna I think, go, I'm gonna it, go out. I'm gonna go out on a limb though and tell you why. Is Dodgers marketing the, that and the the culture right? So, Maybe. so so we'll let's think about, about what 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 type of music would you um, say is liked in the hood? Rap, rap, it's and how many rap songs have Hellcat and Trackhawk in it? All of them, <laughs> right? You okay. see what I mean, dude? Yeah. So it's it's that's what's being sold. It's it's. I'll tell you another one, right, dude? Pantech Philippe ain't hood, but I bet you everybody in the hood wants one because it's 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 something you 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 know. I mean, you're gonna glorify things that are, that you like, right? I mean, yeah. I work for the things I want in life, the things I hear about, right? Yeah. You know, it's. I bought a Brightland because I heard about him. Right, that's just how it goes. Everybody, everybody want a Roly. Everybody wants everybody a Roly. Want Why? A but point, it's yeah. come on, dude. When you saw the celebrities rocking it, that's what, you can't call it a hood trophy because they yeah. got it. At the end of the day, you got to work hard for it, man. You got. Well, it. I'm not saying they're. I'm not saying they are hood trophies. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's what it's perceived as. People look at it that way. When you have your Hellcat, it's it's still a pricey vehicle. It's not cheap right. to yeah. own one. So I'm gonna enjoy it. I'll enjoy my hood yeah. trophy. I'm I not knocking. I wasn't knocking it. what you guys have. <laughs> oh, I'm I just saying it. like it was it was presented to. Oh, actually, Booster Lucky said that. He mentioned it on the on the uh, episode when I went to Texas. So and I kind of do agree. Right. Whatever we hear in music yeah. and however it's I mean, marketed. I love um, it. Right. That's how. That's what kind of makes those things look and, that way. And so. I actually my license plate is Trap Hawk. Ooh. <laughs> so oh, that's man. funny because I, when I when I saw your name, I was like, All right, and that was what... because of trap speeds and quarter mile. Because for right. the longest time, but I it was has just, two meanings. I was smashing that trap speed, and then 
when I went when I went down south and people were like, oh, you that trap hole? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like <laughs> trap speed, drag racing. No, not me, bro. <laughs> you're like, not, you know, you're not a <laughs> wrong guy. Yeah, so I mean it's it's become a thing where it's uh it's cool to own one, but unfortunately the wrong people get a hold of it. Yeah. Um of and they do dumb shit. You know, we see takeovers, it's a very popular car to get stolen as well. Um I don't, do you guys know anything about that? Why it's why it's a uh, a car that's easy to steal? I mean, I don't well, want to give too much information to give anybody an idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I sold mine because of that. Yeah. I had a Charger recently I got rid of because yeah. I had a white Charger, which was actually the number one. The color white on top of it was the number one. I was like, damn, I'm going to come outside one day. My car will be gone. That's going to piss me I, off. I think they become easy to steal because of TikTok and all these places where they teach you how to do everything. They show that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You've seen this? I didn't. I've but, seen them. Yeah. I've been, you know, I've seen videos of guys stealing the Kias with like a USB drive. And, yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's nuts, dude. It's all over the place. Damn. And then, and then you so, see these. You know what gets me is it's kind of like you ever been on Facebook and seen advertisements that pop up. I've seen advertisements pop up for the for like a, a device that reads yeah. the codes on keys, on and I'm like, key reader. Yeah. Yo, this is just popping up on somebody. I mean, yeah. back in the day, they had the switch for the Glock. I was on Facebook for twenty dollars. Jesus. Yeah. Marketplace is crazy. I mean, you know, Craigslist. and you and you would just see it as an ad when you were scrolling your feed. Like, I mean, that's that's kind of what it is, you know. And if somebody wants it, they're gonna they're gonna do what they gotta do to get it, man. Yeah. Is there anything you could do to prevent it from happening? Yeah, there's all sorts of security stuff now that you can do with these w- within the car or just like with the um, keys? it's things that need to be added. Um, so there's like a system called IGLA. There's um, Revelco too. Yeah, Revelco. There's, they there's, still have that? Yeah, the Revelco. They're awesome. Is yeah. that like the special key? Yeah, you got the little, the little fob. Little that you have to I remember when that shit came out years ago for yeah. Hondas. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't for Hondas, but that was one of the things that I so saw on the forums. They're doing that now. They're making all sorts of like kill switch stuff for the fuel pumps. Um, there's another security problem you know, with them that you can lift the lever and roll the car away. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which, you know, it just puts the car in neutral, basically. So now they make block off plates to block that off in the consoles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So there's there's ways to try to, you know, I guess negate getting stuff stolen, but if someone wants it, someone's going to take it. Damn. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that uh, there are procedures and things. Yeah, like that. no. It's, there's a lot more. People are definitely, like, involved in trying to keep their stuff with these things now, for sure. So Dodge even put out, like, an update to try to block the security system in it and stuff like that. But I would say most of this problem's on them for being... You know, I'm not putting enough security in the car to begin with. Let's so. go back to the days of a key. Yeah. So you make the thieves actually have to, like, work for yeah. it, you know? So do you guys street race at all? Me, no. Do you guys have any people that do street race? That I do. man right there does. <laughs> Maybe we so, tag, we tag him guys, in. Did you guys build his car? We did, yeah. He's, oh. He was, like, the first real turbo track hawk that ever did something. There was, like, another person out there that had one before we did it, but mm-hmm. it was never really fast. Yeah. So it's never really doing much, you know what I mean? Like they couldn't figure out the tuning, converter stuff, like make it leave. They're always fast from a roll, but they never were fast out the hole. So once we got all this stuff dialed in, um, we built the, our first kit on Adam's truck. And uh, from there, at the start of this year, we went 8-7 right out the rip, took the record immediately as soon as that co opened, basically held the record all year until the very end of the year. Um, he was actually racing the person who took it. He basically, you know, side by side is pretty cool to watch. So, so we got some competition with the same thing. That was, that's actually a Whipple truck. Okay. Um, but that vehicle is completely different than, than his. It's basically a tin can. 
No, dude just, is itching. Yeah, he, he, oh, I'm gonna tag itching. him in. Let's let's let him. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna oh, get up. But let me just end on one thing. I gotta end on, and I'm I'm getting out of here. I'm gonna tag him in. You had a comedian on your podcast. Yeah, who made I a mean, very very bold statement about. I, I, I'll race any Hellcat from a roll and give them the hit. The Mopars aren't shit, this, that, and the other thing. And then he proceeded to say, the only thing that can mess with him are Vipers and Lambos. Wait, wait. Vi- Vipers and Vipos are a Mopar. Like a Viper <laughs> is a Mopar. Like the, the guy's a comedian because he doesn't even know who makes the fucking car. <laughs> so that's a very bold statement and he'll be getting seen real soon yeah remember he said he's gonna do a roll with a hit no problem yeah we got something for him <laughs> but you're like leaving leaving no oh you're tagging him in oh he tagging okay. him in. you can definitely come back in you know he tagging him in he gotta he gotta address that let's track let him in because he's, uh, we gotta address that gutted tin can honda civic that I- oh, oh okay oh, we, we should i guess tag in big daddy he called this guy white chocolate big daddy white chocolate, white chocolate? Yeah, yeah just uh move the mic closer to your your, right there? Your yeah, face. Better. Yeah. Let's say some pause. So white chocolate. Let me read so we got statement. I got beat by a Honda Civic tin can yeah. track hawk. I had to get that back in there. Oh. So sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, so if you're talking about street racing scene, track hawk stuff, like I said, I don't street race personally. I don't, don't really have an interest in it, but. That would be me. Adam does. So you, you told me earlier that you, uh, you were the one that ran Kaiju. Correct. Yeah. Right. I don't. I wasn't there for that, but I did hear about this. Well, I have this. a lot of respect for him. I actually like him. I like him a lot. Yeah. So. Kaiju's uh, he's, he's cool. cool. I he's talk funny. to him all the time. But uh, but back to that. Uh, you said he, he did a side by side pass with the track hawk that took the record. Um, could you tell us a little bit more yeah, about to, that race? To clarify, from from we. By the way, what was the what is the new record was now? Eight eight five eight. Eight five eight. Yeah, we went one hundred sixty three. And I went. We went Jimmy's eight five nine. Yeah. On paper. And then he's got some other stuff that he doesn't want us to talk about. But yeah, this is all on paper, though. Yeah. All time flips. Yeah. So it would go right now uh, as of March until was that just last month when that happened? October. October. Yeah. Um, I held it for about eight months. People uh, gunning for it like literally people, every weekend. Yeah. We're everyone, talking like big nitrous shots, like gutted <laughs> trucks. Yeah. yeah everyone. Uh, I think probably made people spend billions of dollars trying to chase it. Yeah, I mean, between blown motors, everyone gave us the all this shit. The yeah. track hawk economy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they gave us all this shit. Oh, I'll grease this, grease that. We, you know, obviously we have comp turbos, pump yeah. grease into them. We got the biggest shit for that. Yeah. And push come the shove, we got the record for eight months, and then everyone wanted to be. So what happened? On. So as far as the you losing a record, what happened? Um, we went to uh, Modern Hemi Shootout in at MIR, and. Uh, we had Mel Varen there, who's the with RSP guy James. We have uh, internet clout back and forth. We go back and forth. We're, I say, we're somewhat okay. We we talk to each other here and there, but we give ourselves friendly fire back and forth. Yeah, um, kind of ammo going back. Yeah, and without forth. doing that kind of stuff, he's, you're never yeah. gonna push these platforms. Yeah, mm. so. it's fun. But uh, saw James there. I was really big on having the driver and the owner of the the car race his own truck. I'm not about you know. I, I'm really. Yeah, I'm really particular. Yeah, because James that. is always street racing it for him. James is and, James and is street racing customers' yeah. cars that aren't his and claims that his 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 and there's no there is no his. Who's James? James Wall with RSP. Yeah, owner of a different shop yeah. in Maryland. Okay. RSP yeah. shop. Yeah, but uh, I'm real big on actually racing your own car that you build. You know, so that's so what happened? Um, he actually, the guy Mel was like three or four passes prior that I was watching them there. 
and uh, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it looked like a kangaroo going down the track, and yeah, I made all bad. these. Yeah. I made a bunch of funny videos, but uh, all kinds of different. Almost took his car out on a wall, or took the took the jeep out on a wall. Um, so I was, that's what I was witnessing. They went back to the little lab. They were a couple rows down from us there in the pit. In the Basically lanes. stripping the car down. Yeah, in the pit. Literally just taking parts off Just of exhaust laying on the ground, trying to strip weight, trying to do anything they can to get that record. Um, yeah. But then uh, we were in the lanes, and we were doing like a, uh, I think we were doing test passes or something like that. He said, hey, you want to throw it for, you, you want to you run me? I said, yeah, I do, because I watched all them goofy passes, and I was like, oh, I got this in the bag. I consistently ran 860 over and over again. I have four slips in a row at 860. And uh, when I went to run them, um, real big about Mel driving the car. Mel got in the car. I was like, all right, at this point, I'll line it up. How about a thousand bucks? We just did something light, just to, you know, just friendly back and forth. And uh, when Mel took off at the light there or at the at the tree, he did like a burnout test burnout. Went past the tree, messed up the lighting system. And uh, what happened was when he. When he left, my light never went off, so I left. It looked like I was sleeping. I really wasn't. Um, he did get a record on that pass, so he, he, he did, did he did su- succeed with the record, so props to him for that. Yep. But uh, I, after that, I didn't see the truck run. I think I think that was it for the truck. I, I never yeah. saw and it. And that truck's going turbo now, too. Yeah. And you were saying that he uh, took weight out of it. So oh, wait, it, how does it, it compare to your truck? Oh, I, I'm just missing my seats. Um, I have my seats out of the truck. I have a lighter um, – Actually, I didn't. Did I have my stock seats in at the time? No, you. you all you had was um, stock front seat, passenger seat, and the rear seat removed. But yeah, driver seat just and then seat the rest delete. Of, basically, and what does he have? Out, full exhaust. Oh like. man, I mean, <laughs> you look from the back. Looking at the truck, it's like, oh, okay, this is all nice until you pop the hatch, and then you see there's nothing. Oh wait, there's yeah. no fuel tank. There's no exhaust. There's no. Um, there's no seats. There's no door panels. There's no center console. I mean, you can see wires yeah. all the way to the front, man. I, I just, I don't know. It's just. So how would you compare weight of your truck to that truck? Um, 400 pounds more? Yeah, four, 400 pounds You're more about 400 pounds yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just. Uh, now, you know the racers out here is going to say, you're yeah, making excuses. Not and excuses, a, man. I mean, and no, a win no, is it, a win. Listen, and that's we, what they're going to say. We, mine's, we, still, uh, mine's still running. So. Dang. Hate to say that. I mean, I'm the OG twin turbo hawk, still going, still the OG motor in there, never pulled out. Mine's still going. There's been multiple people trying to reproduce what we're doing, multiple setups, and still can't compete. Um, James got one glory. Well, Mel got one glory pass in, in his car. Yeah, like I and said, I don't take anything away from him for doing. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Can, it was so. a glory pass, but it never reproduced that pass. Mine can reproduce that pass every yeah. single time. So to me, it's just we're built different, I would say. Right after that pass, um, James was saying stupid stuff to our tuner. I remember online. Yeah. So he sends us over a file and he's like, uh, he's like, just load this in this, go load this in the Durango. So he loaded it in the Mine Durango. Broke, so we couldn't upload. Yeah, he yeah. broke the axle stub or whatever. So he's like, just go load this file in the Durango. I'm tired of this guy talking shit. So he loads it in the Durango, and we go 8.4, which is faster than the world's fastest track walk. And a By Durango that's, yeah, the Durango's 300 pounds heavier than a track walk to begin with. Damn. So this truck, 5,500 pounds with the seats out. 840s. 840. Right. So we have the fastest all-wheel drive, period. Mopar stuff. Mopar stuff, And then period. that's this truck, yeah. The TRX. The TRX, like I said, both TRXs. And Trackhawk will be back. Trackhawk within a hundredth on paper. It's been faster on the street. That's um, Jimmy's in mind. Yeah. 
Who's this? Uh, this there's uh there's the Asian guy that that um was mentioned before. Who's got the fastest Hellcat? I believe. Uh, Z Dung Ho. Yeah, is he still up there? Yeah, he's a tuner. He's Very a nice tuner. guy. Yeah, okay. he's a tuner. He does a great job. Um, he tunes his own car, and then he obviously tunes all other people's cars as well. He's got a pretty. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Big tuning business now. Very accredited guy. A lot of people go to him. Um, but he's got a, he's always had a fast charger. Like back in the day, it was me and him back and forth. Like Yeah. This is way back. We were both basically running the same times way back in the day. And, right and then now he continued to just go crazy with this car, you know, so. Because most people who don't really know much about the platform, um, they look at that. It's yeah. like, oh, wow. He's not the fastest, though, Hellcat. Oh, he's not? No. no. Okay. So there, there yeah. are Hellcats out there that run like deep fours in the eighth mile, like mid sixes in the quarter. There's two of them. There's one, uh, the Eplings is like a father and son team they're in the sixes and then there's another one called grumpy cat so kevin helmick his car runs 660s what and kind of car how are they set up though it's a hellcat basically like pro mod pro mod okay yeah but it's you know still hellcat vin started right. with a hellcat you right. know but six second cars like over over 200 in the quarter so um running means- hellcat power plants so that leads me to my next question because i heard yesterday that um what was it we spoke about earlier? The fastest cars, like the faster cars at the track, like the top fuel cars. Yeah. So uh, exactly, you right. were mentioning about cars. Somebody, that, somebody mentioned that those run Hemi's. No, is that true? Oh, like the real dragsters. Yeah. Yeah, the dragsters. So yeah. those are Hemi. They're Hemi. Screw so blown Hemi's. Yeah. If it, if those cars are like the fastest, right? Because how, how does that like? <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. So I gotta let it out. I try to hold it in. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Was this planned? I love it, dude. <laughs> Damn, I forgot my Santa hat. <laughs> okay. This is uh this is this is cool. This is interesting. A <laughs> sanity right there. <laughs> Threw me off. Uh, you're gonna we're actually, we're again, actually right? gonna give we're gonna give us okay okay we're gonna give out some gifts to some shops tonight and put them in their if stockings. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, cool. that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, we, we got um, a bunch of them. <laughs> so what you're so, saying is you got some callouts? Not callouts, just gifts for, for some haters. He's got some callouts. I do. So does any of that stuff trickle down to like the you know the more consumer? It does. Platform? So like the uh, the engine block, basically the engine that's run in uh, Kevin Helmick's car. Okay. It's made by a company named Noonan Engineering. Okay. So it's a billet block. So it's aluminum. You know, it's completely different than the stock engine. Same architecture, but uh, the engine is basically set up as a race engine. And uh, we have a customer, Derek, who has that motor and a track hawk that's here. So we're putting that together right now. Twin 80 millimeter turbos, uh, pure stage three trans, Motec, uh, a lot of things that other people don't have that's going to yeah. be the world's first second seven second track hawk without a doubt nine it's got a nine inch rear in it and that one 
with that motor, which weighs 100 pounds lighter. Setup. I mean, that's going to be stupid. Truck, is that so. the only one with a Motec, or <clears throat> most of those cars are running Motec at the track? No, so we don't have anything else technically right now that's Motec besides that. Damn, that's dope. Yeah. And it's here. Yeah. Wow. So I'm I'm in the right I'm in the right spot for <laughs> for this. I mean, I hear a lot. Of, I see a lot of other Hellcat talk yeah. or content, but yep. this is like this is like where this yeah, is where our, it's our, at. our tuner Jared. Uh, he's a super super smart he's guy. A genius. Um, so he's. The one who figured out how to basically do everything that everybody's doing now, turbo-wise. Yeah. Hellcat. Um, you know, people have got his maps from other cars and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Get pulled, like, these cars so you're you can't referring to the four-wheel drive stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about the car stuff. You know, your boy was early. Oh, yeah. I was early. Super yeah. early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we're talking about Trackhawks, which okay, is completely cool, cool. different to make these things actually work. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, he is... Uh, that, that's going to be a very fast truck. That's fuel cell in it. I mean, like I said, 46 to 4,700 pounds. Um, I would say that truck is going to go sevens pretty early on yeah. once we start racing it. And then we'll see how fast it goes from there. But we kept it all wheel drive for now, which is kind of cool too. So what's the timeline for that? Like when is it? When is that? Uh, the truck has probably got another two or three months to get finalized. It'll be out in the spring. Dope. As soon as the track opens around here, we'll have it out. How are you so confident to say that a vehicle that heavy is going to go sevens? Just based on all the data we have from everything else. I mean, that truck, the way it's specced, uh, will make 22 to 2400 wheel. Um, this truck makes right around 1700 wheel, and it goes 8.4, and it weighs about 1,000 pounds more. Would you say that your Trackhawk is similar power? To this truck. To, yeah. to this Durango here. To this Durango. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's 1700, yeah. somewhere around there, Mark. Yeah, I... Um I just wanted to chime back real quick to get my record back. I had a couple issues when I went back. Um, You've been breaking a lot issues. of axles. Yeah, axles yeah. mainly. Um, had a couple axle issues, but I tried to reclaim my record before the track. Obviously, the track closed down. I've been going at it for the last three weeks and had an axle issue almost every single time. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. we got that taken care of. I will get my record back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Once we, it will uh, be back. It's so, trucks, the truck wasn't even on full power when we ran it at the 862. Yeah. So his eight, how six, much power pass, would you say that was 80%? Yeah. So 80%. right around 1500, I would say like 1450, 1500, yeah, yeah. Some, somewhere around there. Yeah. Damn, now it was 1500 and these cars feel like anybody could just drive it or is it like, no, no. <laughs> okay. It's pretty terrifying. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Uh, I'll, we went to that Pocono event, right? First time of me getting in it. Shout out to race motive. Yeah. yeah. Race motive. You know, <laughs> I get out there. And they turned the truck up for me. All right, we're going to turn it up. Your first pass was 20%. We, yeah, we let them go right? on a wastegate. I'm first. like, all right, hit the 20%. I'm like, ah, yeah, they turn it to 50. I'm like, okay. So, all right, we're going to send it full 80. You ready? I'm like, yeah, whatever. I get in it, man. <laughs> Dude. Uh, so I'll come you, back. You have an e-boost too in your car? It doesn't do much until no. 50. That's correct. And then after 50, it starts creeping up quick. I come back. And I'm, I'm ghost white. They're oh, like, yeah. you all right? I was shaking. I was like, oh, you know what's no funny? Way. Yeah, yeah dude, I need like sugar. I was like, dude, I need some candy to get my blood sugar up. It scared the shit out of me. I, I think you got lie. scared and let out on that one because I think you were racing my boy with a 720. Yeah, I was. Yeah, okay. I was. I was so right next my, to him. That's my buddy. He got out a couple times. I let out for that damn corner. I don't like that corner. Yeah. So that's my buddy Anes, and he had a camera pointed at you. Yeah. And he asked me personally. He said, "What is in that truck?" Because he. He took off. Was with 50. He took off, and yeah. you were reeling him, and then you just see you let off. So yeah. Yeah. I thought maybe you hit a boost so cut or something. I raced a Corvette. It was a ZR1 next to, or a Z06 next to me. Yeah, I actually hit it. I'm on his TikTok. That actual 
record pass like though at the time 173 whatever yeah. it was that was next to a corvette the 720 was only on 50 percent when i when i did that so yeah i i uh definitely scared your track hawk that was only at the car at when you raced the 720 you were only at a 50 percent that was the second setting. pass yeah 720 yeah. was next to me at that one the corvette's the one i did the 80 percent. 50 percent in that truck is probably 11 50 1200 wheel yeah I just uh, think, you know, they're like giant cubes when you go into that corner. That's why. <laughs> uh, they're just not aerodynamic yeah. at no. all. Just, it's hard to stop there. Dude. In that thing. Yeah, and as soon as you pass the bleachers, if it's windy, these things are not aerodynamic. They, they got a lot more mass just, to them. You get blown sideways yeah. pretty bad. So yeah. so what, what I want to know is why, why people don't ever turn it up to like 100%. Everybody always does that. They always say like, oh, it's 50%, 80%. We didn't even turn it up. Oh, we ran off wastegate only. I think like, that's a lot of like... Of figuring it out, you know? Yeah, you know, I mean... What it runs its best at. Okay. We also want to, like... So we have, like, scramble Slowly. buttons and stuff in these things. Oh, you do? Yeah. So, like... I don't even know they still use those. Yeah. So it's just built into the boost controller that we okay. we're using for a lot of these. Um, but, you like depending on, like, the elevation stuff you're running at, it'll make a little bit different boost. Um, so we'll basically run it at, like, you know, 70 to 80% at sea level, and then Pocono's, like, much taller, yeah. much higher elevation. Um, so you can run a higher. I think we were actually at ninety percent in your truck there. We turned it down at Echo. Uh, yeah, something like well, that. Yeah, pretty sure it was. But regardless, uh, you, you uh, did turn it up the night. You said we're taking this record. We're taking yeah. this record, and then you said <laughs> turn it up. And I'm like, no, no, don't turn it up. I, you know, I'm yeah, trying to no, protect yeah. my motor. It's it's to answer your question. Protect the motor. Protect man. the motor. Slowly yeah. dial it in. See where the sweet spot That's is. That's like mm-hmm. we basically in his truck. Hundred percent, ninety percent is like thirty, thirty-two pounds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. That's you know? a lot yeah. in the V8. Yeah. I know to smaller motor guys, 30 pounds of boost doesn't sound like a lot, but when you have a, I don't a big what motor, size like engine? I got a 428. So 428 at 30 pounds. Jesus, that is over, what is that's that over to? seven liters. It's uh, like over, seven point I, yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, right, basically over seven liters, yeah. Seven liters. Yeah. Damn. I'm a little 3.0. <laughs> yeah, these, these things, like if we put these power plants the way they're set that's up now. Big. That's a big motor. Put these power plants in a lighter car. Stupid. Like if you put it in like a like a Mustang or something like that that's set up nice. Yeah. You had a, with the twin turbos like this, you're talking about an easy six second car. How do you easy. get that traction to the ground? Like you probably Just, can't. Well, that's gonna be all Bur- like, burnout machine. <laughs> you, know, you know, based on like the engine management and traction control. Right, right. All those like standalone things have you, traction you, control built in. You brought up them. earlier, like they're slapping these Hellcats and everything. I mean, they had Cletus slap one in a golf cart. Yeah, yeah I don't know if you yeah, saw so that, like, but yeah, they're literally slapping them in everything. It's a burnout machine without the turbo setup, but it's just crazy to me. Yeah, I would love to see these these motors get swapped out into different. Uh, I'd be cool to see. I just think that with how they're looked at, I don't know if people would. Oh, I don't know. It's, you know. I think they're catching on. So, what do you mean? How do they look at? Like people, there. Everyone always just talks shit about Hellcats, and I think that's just. just what it is. I don't know. I think that's like a recent fad. To be completely honest, you no, know, it's it's right now. That's yeah. what it is. It like, seems like it when it, it comes is, yeah. to the top people that they're claiming that are. I top would people. I would say the people that are like talking all the shit need to go and race like a, a built Hellcat and in, in the quarter mile, mm. like actually at the track, not like on the street or anything like that. Line up with somebody who even like boosted Lucky. That guy's gonna smoke people at the track. It's Dude, just, this you is see how really he did? I mean, I'm sure that's normal for you to see, but or you guys, I don't know. But, he but like, even crazy. like, the, yeah, no, it's a huge wheel. But like, even these new Demon 170s, they yeah. pull the wheels like crazy stock. You know, it's a basically an eight second car out the box. You know, so so if you can get one for MSRP, they're about a hundred grand, which is to go eights is 
considered a bargain in these days. Does that go against anything you guys are doing though? Because you guys are a performance shop, right? So I mean, I'm fine with it because if the if the platform can go that fast, yeah, from the factory with a warranty, you know, there's a ton left on the table. Mm. Um, and you could just tell by like you know us going through the motor and the parts and stuff like that that they come with through on these cars. Yeah, there's a lot left, just even by the pulley combo. Do you guys think that uh, Boosted Lucky is going to beat Dan Ru in the race? In a roll race? That's what he, that's what he is wants. Is he giving him the hit? <laughs> yeah. I think he said. Just, that's what he said. It yeah. depends on, I would say it's going to depend on where he races him. If he does a roll uh, on a prep track. <laughs> Santa I, wants in. I, uh, he, wants to, he wants to say, I'm sorry. I mean, we I can trade out, man, whenever you're ready, bud. <laughs> let Santa sit down. I got Wait. <laughs> All right. Let's let Santa back in. Do you have anything you want to say before you... <laughs> Any uh, anybody you you said you wanted to call some people out so any I don't, any track hawk in the country period big yeah. claim, but I'm down with I'm that. with it any track hawk that wants it anywhere United States heads up Australia if they even make heads them up. there heads from, up from roll heads up at the track not doing no street crap yeah mm-hmm. no street no street uh, I'm kind of over it man it's just people paying on the street it's a problem all the time like every time oh make up some excuse you cross you did this guy was. I thought one of the cell phone lights was the flashlight. I mean, it just doesn't end. The endless excuses. I've done, I've probably been in 20 street races, and uh, it's always something. Always. Even, even uh, what are you talking about? What's the Kaiju? What did you say? Isn't he Kaiju? Or, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Kaiju. Kaiju. He was like, hey, man, even though, uh, you know, thank God I won because we would have had to rerun that. You burned me down at the line. I'm like, what? Like, so hold on a second. I paid him anyway. I, I lost an L's an L. I'll take it. And, yeah. Uh, I pay my GTRs when I race. lose, by the way. When I lose the GTRs, I pay them. I'm not saying Shots. any names, but. Shots. You know, I actually pay them and do what I say I'm going to do. But, um, no, he, uh, you know, we would have had to rerun that. You burn me down, this and that. And I'm like, I'm just looking at him like, oh, my God. Like, so I was literally trapped in paying him regardless. So thank God he won because I, I wouldn't, it would have been bad. But, yeah. yeah, it's just always something, man. Every time on a street race, every every single time. There's never... Maybe out of 20, 20 plus street races I've been in, there's been like two or three that are just clean, clear, and that's it. Damn. Yeah. So out of 20 races, only two or three of them have clear. been fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you win and something happened or they break. I had a guy from Virginia come with a gutted Honda Civic, uh, all-motor Civic. Uh, forget his name right now, but respect to him. Clean, clean, clear, paid, was gone. Thank you for the race. It was awesome. Um, I had I don't know if you guys remember the guy named Dew from Philly or whatnot with a Mm-mm. he had a no. charger he got online someone posted up like hey um, races God like 2021 something like that this is a long time yeah ago. anyone want to race this Hellcat he'll come down from Philly run for whatever um, come down clean clear obviously those chargers at the line in cold weather they're no good so I took the race beat him clean clear shook his hand walked away it was it. Actually, I think I inspired him to get a track hawk after yeah, that. Yeah, he did. Then we had really? some, yeah, and we had some hype after that. But I think since then he's gotten rid of the track hawk. But uh, he was a clean race. But it's it's sad that I can only count a couple. No, it, it really is, man. I raced. Uh, I raced. Uh, was that a Z, what was that a ZR one? Was that what was that football player? I'm not going to say his name, but I raced a football player from the Eagles. Okay, we're that, not going to say. That his really name. narrows it down. I probably, I probably <laughs> met him. Well, how long ago was this? Uh, two years ago, I was I probably big into him. it then. Yeah, but, uh, I probably I probably know burn, you're about. Well, first race, um, went to leave the line. There was an issue with the line. We relined it up, turned back down the quarter mile. He comes back down. I rerun him. I burn a hole in him, man. I mean, just straight up burn a hole. And he goes, well, because we didn't leave on the first race, I'm not paying you on this. This is a pro football player. I'm like, come on, man. Jeez. That was like a... 
That was like a $6,000 pot, something like yeah. that. And I finally just got to the point. We're all arguing in a parking lot. I got to a point. I'm like, all right, I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm done with it. I don't care. I'm going home. Three o'clock in the morning, I'm arguing over a pot. So I'd much rather now, and he's been talking to, to me about it for years. Like, I'd much rather just go to a track now and just settle it. But yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more clean, clear. Yeah. That's a street racing scene. It's just. I mean, as like a shop owner. It's. We don't get involved. It's just a bad look. For, yeah. I think just in general, for shop owners. He'd be on me for years about it. Like, I mean. That's Take it fair. to a track. I'm with yeah. them now. I mean, I, I, I could probably agree with and that. And we're at the level now with a lot of these things that... They're just... Yeah, it's... I mean... Eight-second cars. This is, this is, they're not meant to go this fast, like, chassis-wise. Yeah. They're just too big of a vehicle. Stopping becomes a problem. Mm. Um, Sounds risky on people the don't, People don't realize, like, trying to slow this thing down after you just went 165 in the quarter, you need space. Right. Like, have you... You've been to Ireland before? I have Jersey, now. Uh, actually, uh, I think so. So it's a pretty sure pretty time. like short shutdown there. If you try to stop one of these things after a pass there, you you have to have a parachute and you need to literally stand on the brakes, downshift, put the windows down to get it to stop. The wow. windows down. Yeah. It's not gonna it's not gonna stop. Yeah. You have to. Damn. Otherwise you're gonna run into problems. But that's how kinda how fast we are with these things now. So it's pretty cool. It'd wrap it up to get Santa Claus in here real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'll make a quick bold statement, then I'll chime out. Go ahead. I would say any track hawk in the country that wants it from the OG twin turbo hawk, still running, can get it. Doesn't matter which one it is. Doesn't matter who it is. I don't care. I'm you can take it that. to a track. We can settle it. We can turn the truck up and have some fun. So ready to put it to its limits and test sounds it. Like it sounds like you got a... I'm gonna Sounds get, like you know it. I'm going to get my record back. I mean, was that three one-thousandths of a second from a gutted shit can? I mean, tin can. <clears throat> <laughs> but, yeah. Other than that, that's it for me. You said a lot of things that um, are good for, you know, people to hear, honestly, especially for the street racing. Um, 100%. So I, I agree with everything you said. Um, it's definitely changed by far. From more to say, and then when you're in the spotlight, you forget. You know what I mean? I have so much more to say. When you leave, I'll, I'll have more to say. Let's give it up for white chocolate. Yeah, yeah. White chocolate. <laughs> uh, get Santa in here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we got gifts? I don't need my belt. You, you got the stockings? It's for my other job. It's Salvation Army. Do we need the stockings? <laughs> look at my bag of gifts. Do I look cool or what? I think I'm a pretty good Santa, huh? Very. We're good? I think we should start giving out gifts, dude. So hold on, though. We were talking about street racing. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't street race. Reason being, too much to lose. I got my own <laughs> reasons. But hold on. I used to. Santa's on the street. I Santa, used to. Santa don't street But what I will tell you is, this scene up here, like Adam was saying, how nobody pays, Yeah. it's a joke. If street racing everywhere was like the pad in Louisiana... I would like it. I would like you it. There's no, there's no stipulations. There's no bullshit. Wait, there's no steps. Oh, no. You no? go talk to BJ who runs the light and say, oh, I need a car in the hit. He's going to tell you to get the <laughs> f*** off his line because he's got 30 runs to deal with and you're wasting his time. It's heads up. You hand the money over. There's no trying to get 30 people to get together your $5,000 pot. There's none of that. It's mm. the money's in his hand or you're not even coming to the line. He's the light man. You run down the strip. And that it's... I, you know, listen, it's hard to condone something that's technically illegal, but that is run better than most racetracks. Yeah. I have a question. Uh, As a person who doesn't street race, don't know about, you know, the streets, not for a long time at least, 
uh, there's a lot of people street racing. There's a lot of talking happening. Majority of the cars that you see street racing in the New York area, New York, New Jersey, are those cars fast? In the grand scheme of things, no. Yeah, um, well, some I have. Some are fast, right? Like I've seen uh, that guy Kaiju's car is pretty fast. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm like, saying the grand. But, but you watch mo- somebody's, most of oh, most somebody's of some of them are just the grand scheme of things. No, I don't think so. I've never once seen any like in the in the past five years somebody just going I just want a heads up race. I think I watched a race with Tyler No Boost, mm. and I think it was against that guy uh, One Stock with the Supra. Mm-hmm. He literally made him give him like I could be wrong, but it was very close to like a two car head start and the hit, and then Tyler had to beat him by an entire car to call it a win, and Tyler only beat him by half a car, and they. I guess he lost. And I'm like, well, what is this? Like, you know, why don't you just start at the finish line, punch me in the balls, and I'll give you the money. It's the same <laughs> outcome. Like, it's not even a race anymore. I don't really understand that. You know, um, I got to touch on the comedian again. <laughs> because that guy's never been to a racetrack. Santa's got something to say. I'm listening, man. I'm, I'm all ears. He's never been to a racetrack, right? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know personally, but I don't, I'm not really sure. He's from Louisiana. Why hasn't he set up his race down at the pad? I think it's because his, his car is in, in, in Houston at the shop. It's I mean, like, it's like a five-hour ride, dude. Oh, I don't know. It's, a, it's not a bad trailer. We, kinda, we had that conversation before. If your car is in Texas, is, are you considered a Texas car? My car could go anywhere. It has wheels. Right, but are you, but are you representing for... No, it's where you're from. It's where right. you're from, right? Let's I say, guess it's, it's definitely where you live. Where's Santa yeah. from? What is that? Where's, Where's Santa, Santa from? Santa from a north mother pole <laughs> we got the best da up there you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. so we get down i got rudolph all primed up he's ready to roll you guys ready for some presents for some yeah, local I'm curious. shops i'm curious to see yeah, what's going on Santa, what you got i got some we got a whole lot of guys you know i'm feeling generous this year because they should be on a naughty list but i'm being nice and getting them a present so let's bear with me here i got this bag it's relatively new but let's see who we have on the list here so Oh, we'll save him. <laughs> oh, let's get this guy. He's good for first. Uh, we have a nice one for FSP. Yeah, FSP, yeah. Who is I, that? Um, Who, who's, FS, who's FSP? You got you to gotta give a... You what know, is that? Florida, Florida Speed Performance. Yeah. Florida so, Speed Performance. Okay. So what he got is... He got blueprints to a twin turbo kit that doesn't catch fire. <laughs> yeah, that's his oh, present. Shit. It's good, Mitch. You guys are going hard. Mitch, you're going to like that. Oh, we got a... Uh, RSP. Oh, that's, that's You want to give him this? Pull this one, please. This, pull is, this, for one. Little, this is for little Let Jimmy. Let me pull this one. Here, go ahead. Here. Pull this one. Let me read what that says there, Adam. What does that say there? It's, it's a good. gift certificate for a built engine. Yes, because he keeps blowing them <laughs> shits up. Little Jimmy. Ho, ho, mother... Little Jimmy, you got a, my friend over here with the podcast. I'm sure he could teach you something on editing. When you go do a fucking pull in a customer's car and you spill your cookies, you might want to cut that off at the end. Be in a customer's car. Um, Bailey's? That's Bailey's. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, no. I got to leave. I got to leave. I got to leave. Bailey's. Bailey's, this one. I put a lot of effort into it. Comb your beard, motherfucker. Because you're on a naughty list because you'd be lying too much saying that you got the fastest TRXs and, shit and you know we're on the list. So go comb your beard because I don't want to hear that shit. What about Santa. Cabela's gift card? Santa. Oh, yeah. He got a Cabela's gift card, though. We did. Santa, For the you're youngest going too brother hard, of Santa. Duck Dynasty. <laughs> you want to you 
Do you want to do this save one? Save him to the end. Let's save him to the end. Oh, who else I got in here? There ain't no Hondas in there? No, these no. are all no, these, these Mopar are guys. Mopar right. shot. Oh, Congrats. good old. What do you got for him? Timmy Barth. Tim Barth, what do we have for him? Timmy. I got you an incognito, bud. Oh, what you always wanted. Ooh. You always wanted one. I got you an incognito. Yes. You know, they don't work. But hold on. I got something else, though. We can't forget about this guy. Where's he at in here? Who we got? Oh, boy. So, Fast Motorsports, I think you were making the incognito knockoff. The, the yeah. Predator. Predator, yeah. The predator pulley. Three years later. I, uh, I wanted to give you a, an idler, an adjustable idler for a Whipple, because I figured that would be the next thing you could fucking knock off, you hack. <laughs> Damn. Um, Merry Christmas, bud. And uh, Damn. we're left with Dickie Duster. Dusterhoff, yeah. Dusterhoff. So, let me see. You're going to have a hard time reading that, but. Oh, you suck. What is the rest of it? But your dog was cool, so he's getting a chew toy. That's true. All right, that's it. That's cool. about it. So, Dickie Duster, you suck, but your dog was really fucking I think awesome. Also for, there was a keyboard in there for James. And it had the control <laughs> C and control V. Oh, yeah. Only, only keys on it? Copy and, copy paste. and paste. Yeah, yeah, that was for James, but. Oh, all right. All right. So. Yeah, I'm we, done on the presents. We need yeah. a little context here. Uh, running back through Santa's list. Who is Duster Hoff and why does he suck? You want to go with it? Because you know if I start going. I mean, we year. had a good conversation about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, we could, we could chat about that for sure. Who was Duster Hoff and why does Duster he suck? Duster Hoff was a tuner that we used to use. Um, separate from us, but he did all our tuning. We were both kind of coming up at the same time, I would say. Okay. Um, both had like startup businesses right around the same time. He used to be our tuner and he simply couldn't keep up with the workload. And we were getting to the point where we were doing builds that he physically couldn't tune at that point. Mm. So everybody thinks there's this huge falling out between us at that point. And it simply comes down to the fact that we basically fired him. Because he couldn't handle what we were trying to do. He couldn't tune a car that cammed, you know, larger throttle body. We had cars he was trying to physically tune here in person. He couldn't do it at the time. Now, I'm sure he could do it now. You know, this is years later. But at the time, there was this big drama thing about this. Um, and we physically had to find somebody else. So that's, that's the story behind that. Okay. Who's Bailey's? And why? Man, I like the guy. I actually like him. I actually like the guy. He's uh, he owns Bailey's High Performance. Okay, and um, he just he just makes all these videos. He's he's good. He's got a good little marketing going with him, but he he just he always says some outlandish shit. You know, like like what? So for instance, he had this video where he took their track hawk. They have that guy Tyler who was the first one in the eights. Well, they had his track hawk at the shop because now that his record's gone, they gotta get it back. So they're at the shop, and here's Bailey. Yeah, all these people with their twin turbos, that's all bullshit, da-da-da. You know. And then you go on Instagram last week, and you look on it, and he's putting twin turbos on his Jeep now. Yeah. You know, so it's so. there's that. And then, it, you know, he sits there, and he's like, we're going we're gonna to show this thing what we could do right now with some nitrous, because nitrous is king, and da-da-da. And you notice the video is like daylight. And then the video's like nighttime. And then the video's like winter. Yeah, and then it's like winter, and there's still no time slip of it going faster. You and then know? the video's like two years later. Then he makes videos about, oh, we have the biggest and baddest TRXs on the planet. We make the fastest Mopars in the world. And I'm like, you're not even on a list, dude. 
Like you, you don't even have a TRX that's gone anywhere. Like I don't get it. You know, yeah. you just so we have this. It's more, love. Of, it's more of a marketing thing, but you can't yeah. hit on the guy for trying to get business. Yeah. Hey, it so is I'm, what I'm it is. I actually person. like him. I actually like the guy. I'm a balanced person. I know. I know Bailey's because my good buddy Demonology. Yeah. They yeah, work, he goes there. Yeah, they work on his car. Yeah, um, I've personally spoke to Chris. Chris is a good dude. He's a really yeah. nice guy. He really is. I like him, but I gotta mess with him. When I gotta. When, when you he lie. says that the fast, the world's fastest track hawk. So it's kind of like if you win a Grammy, right? Or if you're ever nominated for a Grammy. For the rest of your life as an actor, are you not a Grammy nominee? Um, so th- did the truck, did he ever have the world's fastest track? Well, hall? they don't give out Grammys when you, went, <laughs> when you got a fast track. Hall. <laughs> the question was, did he ever have the world's fastest track? Oh, he absolutely did. Yes, but you're not anymore. Well, here's the, you're did, saying that he doesn't say that part. So, so how many World Series did the Yankees win? So here, here, here's a bunch, the, but they didn't win last year, so they're not the World <laughs> Series champions. It's just how it works. It, 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 let's be real here, dude. That's just how it works. It's I just, it's just kind of like a, like you know, two different sides to the thing. Like if we went on there right now and said we have the world's fastest track hawk, but it got beat, we will never hear the end of it. Oh yeah, it's just how It'd it be is. Thirty-five people go. Oh, Zonto went three thousandths of a second faster than you. Okay, it's, I'll have like people texting me at two o'clock it's, in the morning. It's respect, and Fair and you know enough. what it is. Yeah, it all I mean? comes down to like I said, congratulations when you did it, bud. Yeah. And when I did, he go, ah, oh, your shit sucks. Church mice. So Everybody's you said your car sucks. No, no, not him personally, but everybody did. You know, just, so just that, general, I got yeah. I got to make sure I give that back. All right, cool. Right? Who who is Barth? Oh, Timmy oh, Barth. Barth. Him and him and Steve go way back. Tim used to tune my car a long time ago. Um, and we were friendly for years, honestly. And then one day, I guess, he didn't like me anymore. I don't know. Something getting too successful. Um, he stopped tuning for us a while ago. Kind of the same thing. We, we grow out of these tuners as a shop. Basically, we have someone else tune as a professional. Um, I don't have time to physically tune here. Like People say, oh, Ripa doesn't tune. Mm-hmm. I just laugh because I literally hire a professional to do it while I run a business. You know what I mean? I'm physically driving the car. I'm telling the corrections that I think should be made based on driving it. We go back and forth. Can I tune a car? Absolutely. Do I tune my own car? Yes. Do I care? No. Like I, I rather run a good business and hire a professional to do it personally. I think it's the right way. Like same thing as buying an engine. You get it from someone who builds engines. We're not going to sit here and say, oh, we're building all our engines in house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think any shop really is doing that, but it's the same thing. So, uh, so Tim, yeah, I mean, he used to tune for us, but like I said, going back to growing out of these tuners, you get to the point where they can't handle their workload and our workload at the same time. So the times like we've been on the dyno, this is a specific one for Kurt. Like we've been on the dyno and this is early on when we didn't have our own, we would basically be there. Let's say it's like four fifty in the mm-hmm. afternoon. He doesn't work past five. He'll literally tell us we're done for today or stop answering at five o'clock. And we got to unstrap the car, bring it back another day, finish it mm-hmm. oh, okay. in the middle of a diamond. That's, that's why he sucks. Yeah. I mean, I don't. <laughs> Dog was cool though. <laughs> Dog is cool. But honestly though, I, I, I just, I can't do that as a business owner. You no. know what I mean? You can't get stuff done. You know, you can't meet deadlines. And and... Let's touch on the fact that like with tuning, how many of these shops actually do tune? I know like Bailey's when... don't. No. no, no, he's got Z Dung, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's be All real. All the West Coast guys. But, are, but at the I'll end be of the honest day, with you. Some of the fastest shops for every platform use 
uh, outside tuners. They yeah. contract their yes. tuners. So yeah. at the end of the day, why is nobody saying those guys? Oh, no, those guys suck. They don't even tune. It's ba- yeah, dude, we don't hear everybody saying no one Bailey's says Bailey tune. sucks because they don't even tune. But man, it's Ripa versus the world, isn't it? How did that come about? I do notice that on some of the boards and stuff, you guys get a lot of hate. I think we challenged the elders. Yeah, and we and we we went against the void. Because I'm going to tell you right now. Santa Claus talk. One of the, whatever. <laughs> it's Santa Claus talk. Yeah. Let's, let's be real here. Santa one of, one of the main that. reasons why we were doing the twin turbo stuff was for a long time, we weren't even, they wouldn't even sell us Whipples. Yeah. Or we, getting, we weren't getting the latest generation. Dude, I got, I got, I got an, an inbox where I'm messaging Dustin saying, hey, man, how do I get one of these three eights? And he's like, oh, just wait, just wait. Something better's coming. And then I see four, five, three, eights on everybody else's cars. They get to the track first. They run the times. They get the records. Mm. And I'm left with, yeah, as we say in Italian, we got some on. You get what I'm saying, dude? I'm left with my dick in my hand, and I got nothing now. So yeah. we had to be innovative and, and put turbos on shit if we wanted to go fast. You know, then when you got a bunch of broken blowers and he's leaving you out to dry, it's, it's, just, it's just the way the industry works because you're not friends with so-and-so. Yeah. yeah. Right? Why does... Why, was it uh, AJ? Always gets first dibs because he's Dustin's mm-hmm. boys. Yeah. So AJ's out there cracking records, crushing times. Oh, he must be the greatest. He's the only one with the blower. Yeah. He's the only one with the part. How do you expect him not to go fast? Yeah, and then you're basically controlling the market. And by who the time you, want you to get go fast one, at that point. And by the time you get one, no one gives a shit anymore. Yeah. So That's in true. order to prosper and, and to be at that top spot, you got to think out of the box. Yeah. That's why we were able, basically did this to be able to control our own fate. You know, and, and being able to go faster. And we always knew there was going to be an upside to it. It was just going to take some time. And I think it took, like I said, about two years to get it perfected, the whole thing. Mm. Um, but now it's funny that everybody is going that route now. And we yeah. don't get as much hate anymore, I would say, from it. We don't really hear much. The only thing they say is we grease our turbos. But we also don't have to run a whole what, sump system. What is greasing? I know the answer, but mm-hmm. I'm asking for general purposes. Yeah. What does that mean, greasing your So turbos? we don't run any kind of cooling other than physically having to pump grease into the turbochargers. Yeah, so the, the turbo doesn't have any water dripping no, through no it? Water, no water, no They're greased, they're no grease cooled. Yep. That's how they're lubricated with yeah, grease. Grease. Instead of oil. Yeah. Um, why, why go with a setup like that yeah, over well, Where we put them on the car, it's so far back in the vehicle. Like we're actually mounting these right in front of the fuel tank, which is basically over the back seats in these cars. That's how far oh, back the turbos shit. are. Um, so it makes packaging it a lot easier. It's also lighter. It's right. way sim- way more simple to do it overall. Less parts to fail. Um, so that's why we do it. And we have honestly had great luck with it. So yeah. there's no reason to, to go away from that at this point. You know, to in simplicity of install, right? I mean, if you're sending a turbo kit to somebody's house mm-hmm. and all they're doing is bolting up exhaust lines, pipes, clamps, you know, turbo system that way. You're, you're going to have a lot more people hesitant to do this if I tell them I got to drill a hole in their oil pan. Yep. Or yeah, the guy who's at home too. having to drill a hole in his oil pan. And now a lot of these all-wheel drive vehicles have fun taking that oil pan out with the engine in the car. You right. Can't. So it's just, just, it's just for practicality. It's innovation. The and turbos it's new last technology. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're made by Comp. They're a very reputable comp. company. Yeah, right. comp How would you compare them uh, performance-wise to a uh, big name like a Precision, Precision or a Garrett? Or a Garrett. I mean, we're running the fastest times in the world, and there's other people with those turbos on their trucks going slower. So, yeah, I would say they're mm. very close. I mean, there you, you know? go. That's that. I couldn't have said that better. You know, as far as uh, reliability as well. I mean, we've I've seen some posts from like Calvo, who's very respected in the Viper industry, 
where, you know, he almost was seriously injured by a precision turbo that, that failed. And, you yeah. know, so it's, everything has a chance to fail. Right. right. I mean, yeah. it, these are, these are race parts. Yeah. You know, Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you yeah, can go and buy a Com Turbo that's oil fed and water cooled yeah. and all this stuff. We just do it because specifically for what we do, the way yeah. we do it, this it makes the most works. sense. Are yeah. they the only ones that have that technology? Yeah, they're the only ones with the grease yeah, technology. I think on three actually does it also. They just started though. Yeah. I'm right, pretty yeah. sure that they just started it, but they're not anywhere close to the, like you can buy a grease turbo like the one we have in the office that's you know, hundred twenty millimeter. Price wise, are they uh, similar to like a precision or the cheaper like, i would say that they would say they're probably actually a little more expensive are these are, what are these t6 housings that that one's a t6 the one we run are v-band inlets oh v-band okay yeah. that's a big ass turbo oh yeah mm-hmm. you can get them that big you can get them huge yeah shit <laughs> yeah but it's pretty cool you could literally the nice thing about two or something like what yeah the nice thing about like having a turbo like that is you can mount it in any configuration you want you could put it completely upside down, vertical, sideways, wherever you want to put it. Yeah. It doesn't care about oil feeding and draining. You can put it however you want, mounted in the car. With with the grease. With the grease. Yeah. Right, that makes sense. Yep. So any other call outs you have, Santa? No, we ain't got enough time or battery on them fing cameras for that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask. You seem like you had to uh yeah, to air I just, them out. I just you know what, man, like all I gotta say is uh I'm a track hawk guy. I think I got a pretty fast one. It's going to be a lot faster, too. Um, I just want somebody to come at me with all this bullshit that they run their mouth about track hawk this and Hellcat that. Go get yourself a 5,600-pound SUV that's got the aerodynamics of a shoebox and come see me. I want to see you run eights because I bet you you won't, and I bet you I'll throw a rope out the window and drag that ass. Yeah. That's just how it is. I'll tell you that right now. And it, you're just not doing it. I mean, what are these BMWs doing? Let's get on that. What's the X3M doing? Not eights. What's the fastest X3M doing? I'll drag that not shit. Not eights. Drag them. What colors <laughs> you want? I'll drag them. <laughs> not we eight. got a fleet here. Eight of them. Which one? Yep. Kind of sounds like the voice message. I think, you the, other, I, I think the other thing Instagram. I want to chat about is kind of like the direction of where we want to go. Um, like... We got a lot of flack when we put out our $100,000 kit mm. mm-hmm. for these cars. Um, but I would say that everybody that's running eight in the Trackhawk that doesn't have it has spent two hundred grand Easily. I'll tell you right now, I, so. spent, I spent that two hundred just trying to figure out what we needed to get a $100,000 yeah. package. Yep. Right? All the trial and error is taken out of it. You want to go, you think you could do it better. Go ahead. It's but so common in every ain't. other expensive car platform. Like, uh, I would say Vipers, any R8 stuff, Porsches. Dude, even like a TTRS built, you're you're close to that, if not more, you know. And they're not going eights. Yeah. So you always. That type of build. No. They're in the nines. So I I would say like, you know, to be able to drop the vehicle off and in two months get it back and be able to, we go to the track, you know, track with you and you run an eight second quarter mile in your own car and you dropped it off bone stock and you don't need anything else. I would consider that a bargain if I was buying it. I would but, too. But the, the problem is, is that there's so many people out there that they'll, they'll hate on it because they're, I don't know, whatever reasoning they have that says that's too expensive. I don't know. But I've built many cars and it's expensive to build a car. Maybe they don't have a hundred grand. Maybe. What do I get with a hundred grand again? Everything. 
An eight-second car. An eight-second. You drop eight off. Second, track you get an eight-second Trackhawk or Durango. You drop it off, and you can do it in a couple payments or whatever, but you'll get every single thing you need to have a reliable yep. Trackhawk or Durango. Down to wheels and tires. I was going to say, does that yeah, come with comes everything? everything. Built engine, about, yeah. heads, twin turbo For system. For 100K? Yeah. seconds? And people are complaining? Yep. Yeah. And I'll take you to the track, too, and make sure you do it. Yep. In your own car. Mm-hmm. You got to spend about the same for a, a BMW, a Supra. It's yeah. like a hundred. It's like a hundred. But like I said, it's but that's the norm though. But yeah. for some reason in this platform, people don't like hearing that it costs that much. No, I don't know why. It doesn't really make any sense. There is no BMW SUV that does that though. Just, no, I'm just talking so about like just not no, 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 BMW. just so we clear though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that out there for my man. Yeah, no, that was his hatred that was good. on the Beamers. I, like I got to take I like care that. of him. I'm not even a BMW guy. As a matter of fact, I do, I do want to ask you guys. You guys are seeing that um, the new record for the M3, M4, G80, G82 is currently 8.7. Mm-hmm. And that's the record for all of them. What do you guys think? Is that impressive? Oh, yeah. I think it's impressive for a new platform. Yeah. A new car. That's you fast, know. man. You know, you know Hellcats weren't getting there that quick. What's done to it? Uh, single turbo, built motor, built trains. Okay, yeah, so it's system. soup to nuts. There's nothing left. It's the really. same. Yeah, it's gotcha. the same type yeah, of no, that, that's yeah. definitely, impressive. definitely impressive. I mean, that's yeah, and it's probably reliable, right? As, as, yeah, as yeah. it can be, yeah. yes. right? Because these are race cars, ladies yes. and gentlemen. They're race cars, you know. <laughs> yep. You said they're race cars. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're race oh. cars. When you, oh, okay. when you when you run an 870, it's a race car. I'd Listen, so, I've never you, said, I've never once said no, the BMW's a race car. I just wanted you to clarify. That's him. No, I just wanted... That's I, him. We, we still... You're here. You can explain it. So, you can go with your $100,000 package in a 5,600-pound yeah. truck. You can do an 870, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, put $100,000 into your Hellcat. What are you going to do at the track? You're going to go faster. What? Like, give me an idea. I would say if you did the same sort of build in a Hellcat, you'd probably go 790, 780. So if you're going to set out Just to go... Just weight-wise. So if you're going to set out to go buy a car that you know you're going to drag race, do you buy a BMW? <laughs> no. Right. So BMWs are not, not race cars. Not at this time, I'd say. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, it's a bold statement to say it's not a race car considering it's a uh, motorsports that's um, where you, that's where people got a little triggered. It says it in the yeah. so, that. So, but I wouldn't I'm we gonna tell you right now, I would never buy a BMW to make a drag car. I would never buy a BMW oh, okay. to make a drag race car, only because I could accomplish what that's accomplishing easier that with another platform. platform. And and I feel like you're you're taking away from that platform because dude, those beamers are tits inside, man. They're gorgeous. I mean they have beautiful interior. You yeah. gotta take that out. That's gotta come out. You gotta cage this thing now when you're in the eights, like yeah. What are you doing? I, I wouldn't personally do that with the car. That's just not for me. I, I wouldn't destroy It's a beautiful car. I wouldn't destroy it. Yeah. yeah. It's not really meant for that. So <laughs> we were speaking about in the context of drag racing, right? Straight line, weren't we? Yeah, if you're I talking so. and, context, and, and drag racing, initial, straight line, America wins. I don't well, it wasn't. It I, don't think people, I don't think people took it like drag racing. I think it was like more. No, straight. they did. They took it as a motorsports and all that. But okay. we were the context in which I mentioned it, I'm not going to go buy a BMW to go drag racing. That's fair. That's fair. You want to go fast that. in a straight line, America. If you want to go unlocked, that was a, that was the statement I mean, it, that it, I made. It's their sport. So if a, if a customer came into the shop and said, "Hey, I'm looking to purchase a Hellcat vehicle. I want to drag race it specifically at the track," I would never say buy a Trackhawk mm. or, or a Durango. Durango. Exactly. But 
if they say I want to buy a Hellcat and I want to be able to have fun with it, you definitely buy a Trackhawker Durango, like on the street. Hundred percent. Yeah, there's there's no comparison. All wheel drive, the reliability, it's, yeah. it's the drivability yeah. of it is ridiculous. I'm glad you cleared that up. I didn't have to clear. I mean, the up. other thing with my eight second, <laughs> fifty six hundred pound SUV is I also daily it if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I drive it everywhere. I take it out on rides. It's you know, it's not like a, it's not something I can't manage. You know, right. Hundred percent. And you could daily those cars too. They're comfortable. They're nice. <laughs> I want to see you in a Hellcat, bro. Me? Yeah. So I had a, I had an interview yesterday with uh, Joe. He builds Coyotes. Okay. Um, I learned fast. a lot about that platform. Coyotes and are fast. I, I'm a turbo guy, like you like you guys mentioned before, yeah. coming from the imports. Yeah. And those cars love boost. Oh yeah. So um, for me personally, I probably end up in a Mustang. Kind of a little odd. I mean, I think Mustang bang for the buck, you cannot beat that. Cannot beat them. Cannot nowhere beat close. It. Yeah, it's it's we it's can't go, compete with. Those I mean, cars. Mike over there's got a pretty nasty Agreed. Mustang. It's just really, like, yeah, yeah. Our, our so you heard manager. it. The Hellcat doctor himself said that he cannot compete with those Mustangs. No, dollar for dollar, I would say even with a ton of money spent, you still can't compete. It's yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's impressive the the power that they're making on those. Yeah, the boost by gear, all that stuff. All, all that that platform's like. Good to go. No, it's, yeah, it's a good and a lot of it is the support, man. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's the nah. tuning support. I mean, how long have they been available. doing turbos, and we're just getting starting into turbos? Well, because you got to remember, though, it's it's like the the devil's advocate. One hand washes the other. Where they had the support for it. Yes. Yeah. Lund Racing. Yeah. You know, you know, it's not even even if you get into HP tuners, when you open that program on a Ford, there are more tables you have access to than you would on a Hellcat platform. I mean, to this day, some you know, the other day we're having things added. Yeah, you're you're messaging HP like, can you add this? Can you figure out this table for us to add in? And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. But it's like that shit already exists on these other platforms. And that's right? when when the stuff exists, is when the companies invest money into it, like the the shops. Yeah, they say, okay, yeah, this is a viable market. solution. Like, let's let's do this because it makes sense. I'm sure you saw a huge uptick in people starting to play with the C8 Corvette once it was able to be tuned. It's the same thing. Like everybody now is putting twin turbos on a on a C8. There's East Coast supercharging. They're only turboing them now. You know what I mean? It's just and then in the name East Coast supercharging. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at. So like once this stuff becomes available, it um it gets to that point where companies will invest. Like we'll right. invest more money in R&D if we know we can tune it. Let's just say we're going to buy the new Charger, Challenger, whatever it may be, but it can't be tuned. What are you going to do? We can start making parts for it, but it might be two years until it could be tuned. You might not be able to do anything, you know? So getting that support on the back end tuning-wise or some kind of solution to be able to tune it is definitely the key to picking up some of these platforms. That's my, my thought. When will you guys start to go for the records on the Hellcat car or, like, platform? Um, I don't know if it's really attainable in a challenger at this point to race to zero yeah I, I would say like the challenger that's why i'm going after the the demon 170 whatever we consider that platform i know it's still a hellcat or whatever but it's kind of classified different i guess people look at it differently um but to try to go fast in a hellcat now i think it's too late trying to yeah. chase these pro models. well it's like, like look at look, look, at, look at bailey he has the fastest oh, demon right He's he's going after that micro record of the fastest demon, and that's kind of the smart way to go. Yeah, 
because you, you know you got a got Epling, right? Yeah, you, With you Grumpy never, Cat's like six ninety. So if you ever see like their operation, they have like two to three motors in a trailer, numerous transmissions, a whole so team of guys. So you're not chase a six second. No, well, I mean it, it's, it's not financially it. smart to do. And that. the <laughs> amount of people that are going to do that and spend money to do it, I would say it's slim to none. Yeah. yeah. So as a business, it doesn't make any sense. Now, is it a personal thing that I would love to do? Go really fast, sure. You know, but does it make business sense to try to make packages and kits for that stuff? No, I would say that that platform is. It's not really worth it to try to chase the fastest. Now, let's say, do we want to build a seven-second Hellcat package? That's something that's attainable, right. I think, with being turboed and stuff like that. Is that something that you guys are working on? Slowly, Scar. Nice. Yeah. And uh, who is Slowly? So our customer, uh, Edward Garcia, Slowly. Uh, Red Eye Charger, uh, basically twin turbo. That was another one that started as a ported stock blower. Then we did the Whipple, and then we decided... We can't go as fast as we want or compete with the Whipple at that point. So we went twin turbo and then we went all out with it. And that car took the record at Pocono. Uh, and it's just terribly fast. It's just the same thing. What, we're how fast did it go? Uh, 183. In, in how much distance? I would say, boost. so that's like one third of a mile, but I, I would say that he probably used yeah, 900 he, feet of it. He broke traction <laughs> twice. He yeah. got in and out of the throttle. Yeah. It's all on video too, if anybody oh, yeah. wants to watch. So. How is it? It's a smoke show gray color. I, I did see that one. Yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's the guy who's called out the comedian a couple of times, too, and he just won't respond yeah, I think, to him. What's his, what's his, oh, okay. His name yeah, is Slowly. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's called him out a couple of times because he really wants him to roll from a race with a, that, that's a, a per- race from roll with the hit. Yeah. That's, that's a good car to go from a roll with, I would say, for him. I would say that that would be, if that GTR is as fast as he says it is, he's still going to have a hard time. Where, uh, where is he from, Slowly? New York. So I feel like... Um, the East Coast doesn't get, you know, a lot of recognition for a lot of the builds and, and cars that we have on this side. Yeah. Why do you think that is a thing that everyone always just looks at Texas? And we don't have any states? tracks. Yeah, I think that's the reason. Because we, we, yeah, because we can only go to the track, I would say, two months out of the year. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's the culture. And it's all weather dependent. Right. You know, people around here, it's definitely a culture thing. Too. Yeah, it's like, the culture. The culture. Yeah. yeah. When I was in the South, man, like you, you got a Friday night, you just went to the racetrack. You better get there early. You're not getting a seat. Yeah. On a Friday night. On a Friday night, just a regular test in tune, man. There's yeah. people that are hanging out. They're bringing their family. They're having beers. People are cooking. Like it's it's a thing to do. It's like it's like Texas high school football, right? Like it's yeah, the yeah. same. Here it's like we got a big event and there's like five people in the stands. Like no one even cares, you know? They just <laughs> yeah. It, we're going because we're enthusiasts and literally you know everyone there. You brought everyone. And that's why you see these tracks closing. You literally see people you know? that aren't yeah. racing. They're there to watch the races. Like I was in Louisiana at a track called. Um, state capital and um there was like a jj to boss event you know he was coming there and that was i think demonology was racing donk master or something happened it was like dude there were like ten thousand people there i mean it was insane like yeah. the yeah. amount of people and and there weren't even that many cars there but they just wanted they're there to watch the races man yeah. like so that's that's probably why to get no recognition that and let's be real man we do it to ourselves we do it to ourselves up here because of the street race scene mm. I mean, the only racing you see from New York people is, you know, you'll see the street race stuff and it, it just, you know, people don't do that in, in the real race world. The stipulations, the, the rules, the making stuff up as you go, like it works for everyone up here because everybody right. agrees on it. Let's be real. These people have races, they agree on it, but it's different down there. You're not going to find 
like I said, when I was in the South, you're not going to find people that are going to agree to races with stipulations. They're just like, what What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, like when did the racetrack have a stipulation? I think if you had all the people that were standing on the side of the highway with one of these big New York, New Jersey, Maryland street races at a track, you'd have more tracks. Yeah. Mm. Because you could get, you know, six or seven big races off in a night. They don't care if you gamble, whatever. Oh, no, yeah. You still do it. Track. But A, it's safe. And B... You're going to be able to support the track. You know what I mean? You're going to have all these people going, paying admission. I don't understand what the big deal is, pay 15 or $20 at that point. But you could actually have a, a legit race that you know somebody won. Yeah, we don't have someone's getting the Someone's yeah. going to get paid, you know, and, and it's just, it's, it is what it is. So It's I, killing the sport. I think it's just, you know, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, something I'm not involved in. But <laughs> So um, before we wrap up, um, it's for the viewers, mm-hmm. people listening, because it's a podcast. Yeah. Can't remember. I mean, can't forget that. Uh, can you pretty much, like, I don't want to say convince people, but can you kind of, like, um, bring more awareness to your platform and let people know that um, you can make a lot of power with these and you can do big things with the Hellcat platform? Yeah, so I mean, I, I would say, I think everybody knows that you can make big power with a Hellcat I think it's always the fact that, A, it's a traction issue, the car weighs too much. Okay. So I would say if we get into making more lightweight parts or get the cars down to about the same range as, let's say, a Mustang. Okay. Or, you know, even a Camaro, which is much lighter than one of these. You get to that level of weight, which may be something we should look into, you know, getting more people into that weight loss versus just adding power. Making the cars, you know, let's say both, 36 or 3,700 pounds side by side, I would guarantee that this will smoke a Mustang side by side. Oh, so we can weight. compete. Oh, yeah, no. He, so at we the can same compete. Weight, I would say, oh, yeah. yeah no, if, you, if you said get dollar level. for dollar. You misunderstood what he said. He said dollar for dollar, it can't yeah. compete. That's what he said, cheap, even with man. big money. You know? Yeah, but I think, but we, to get there, you need a lot more of the big companies who mass produce stuff to get on board. Like the little guys like us, we make all. It's kind of like niche market stuff. Yeah. We basically make the, the aftermarket for a Trackhawk and a Durango because no one else, you're not going to go and, like Tony said, or Santa said, go to get a, anything out of a catalog. Um, so you have to either come to us or another shop that might be making stuff. You right. know? But if you've got big companies like, you know, let's say like Holly or any of these really large companies that make an intake manifold or they make let's say like suspension components and spindles and K members and all this stuff that let's say a BMR makes a K member for a Mustang. Right. It weighs like 15 pounds. K member in this thing's 50 pounds. You know, like oh. everything's double the weight, you know? So you start doing that kind of stuff, get more of the big companies on board. I think, you know, from a business side, I think they would actually get a big bump in business and you would see more people trying to go fast with these. So. Well said. You agree? hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, Yep. I think it's just a support guy. thing, honestly. Yeah. I'm an all-car guy. All-car guy? I'm an all-car. I love all-cars. Even fair. BMWs, I love them too. <laughs> you drive one, so. I love them. You, you did say that. I just love them for what they're good for. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this guy. As of 2023, what records does Ripatune hold, mm-hmm. and what are those numbers? So, race motive record slowly, 183. And that is a what car? That's a cha- uh, sorry, Char- Charger, Charger Red Eye. And what's done to it? Twin turbo. Uh, and then we have the TRX record quarter mile, quickest and fastest. Second place is it's still one of ours, so quickest and fastest. We have the most, we have the most SUVs in 
an eight second bracket. Yeah, so I would say like on the top five, I mean the top you know list on Trackhawk, we have the, it's flooded with Ripitune trucks on the on the eight second list, and there's only a couple other shops that are even on there. Um, fastest Durango, and then like I said, going into 2024, we have a. Oh yeah, I said it's here, but I say going into 2024, I would say the demon stuff. I'm gonna play with that. So yeah, and then we're gonna go after. Track clock, I'm not worried about. So good stuff, man. So we're, gonna, we're gonna bury the track clock record next yeah. year. Next year, I mean, next we're already 2024. Yeah, we're, we're, we're a couple weeks away. Yeah, we're, so. but that's what happens. Every track up here, you can't everything's closed. Anyway, we lost. So. You can't even find a rental or anything. We've talked about this. It's just, you know, that's our biggest thing right now. Is guys in the south can race. If we want to even go racing right now, it's a big investment. Yeah, trailing, so. traveling, and, and such. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I uh, I do want to say I appreciate you guys. Um, appreciate you coming out yeah thank you so much for the hospitality you You guys are really they're really cool they definitely treat you like uh i feel like i was a customer for some reason i was like (laughs) i didn't even sell you anything yes (laughs) like offer me water food everything santa claus yeah no i I was i was in the zone but i do appreciate that thank you so much thanks man um so can you tell the viewers where to find you so you can find us on uh on instagram ripatuned facebook ripatuned you can go on our website www.ripatuned.com Email Tony at Ripitune or myself, Steve at Ripitune. You know, we're very quick to answer at any time. We're on the phones basically 24-7. Text message, you can text us. But, uh, yeah, anything you need, you can find us online and we'll help you out. So He stole the show on that one. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, I'm no, saying yeah, maybe your Instagram uh, or something. Where, where can you know? Oh, my Santa. Instagram is underscore Traphawk. Uh, I try and keep it to the email and stuff. It just gets easier with you know, Tony at Ripatuned and the Facebook page, it's Ripatuned as well. And, um, you know, that's probably the best way to get a hold of us. I'm pretty good at turnaround. And, yeah, I, uh, I actually, I just realized that you, you were the one who DM me about the DSM parts. DSM parts. Yeah, my friend has a, has a 2G Eclipse, remember? Okay. My, and we tried getting it to start. Graveyard, yeah, probably. <laughs> what, did you need parts or something? No, you, you offered it. You were like, oh, I have parts if your friend needs any. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a, like a DSM graveyard yeah. in my yeah, house. Yeah. <laughs> I've had, like, I mean, I, I have, I could probably build a, a, a eight-second DSM. With yeah, he's got parts around. too, yeah. but it's just, yeah. it was just funny because I remember that. I'm like, wait, oh, okay. now I made the connection. Um, that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I try. Whenever funny. I see DSMs, I always try and reach out because that was my favorite platform. That yeah. was... We and and DSM guys were different, man. They didn't hate on anybody. Yeah, we were all in the struggle together because we knew that every time we started that car, we did this. Like, yes. <laughs> is it gonna start every time? So that was yeah. I, I got was, to experience that uh, last month when we tried uh-huh. and uh, didn't get anywhere. So I, uh, I mean, it wasn't. Well, a if waste, you need help, so. we'll reach out, man. Yep. I'll take yeah. care of you guys. No, I, appreciate I got that. shit laying around. <laughs> so um, yeah, I appreciate you too, bro. Thank you. I know we go back and forth, but it's all it's all for you know. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We have no issues in real life. I love coming on the BMW podcast. <laughs> this guy. Uh for all, any of you that don't know, I'm Mod to Fame, um, aka Stefan. And uh he considers me to be a Hellcat guy because a lot of the notoriety and stuff that I've done yeah. has been in Mopar land, but I love all cars. Um that being said, we got some plans coming up and uh we got some some big news that might be happening in these doors right here between Mod to Fame and Ripatune. Yeah. So stay tuned. I'm excited for that. Excited be for fun. that. And nice. make sure you guys go check out his episode too. Um, if it wasn't for his episode and uh, what he said about BMWs, 
Um, I don't think viral. That. BMW's <laughs> a race car. Viral. <laughs> no, it's, Oh, come oh, on. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking away on that. That's a bit much. Well, until next time, guys, make sure you guys like, share, comment, and subscribe, and we will catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.